Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. I never stop. <laughs> hey, fuckers. How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne. I'm Christina. And today's news item comes from Broadly. Uh, title of this article, New Website Offering Abortion Pills Online Launches in the U.S. So mm. uh, a new website that provides women with medical medication abortion pills over the internet launched this week, allowing patients to terminate a pregnancy without having to visit a doctor in person. Women who visit the site, it's called AID Access, A-I-D Access, first receive an online consultation with a doctor who walks them through the process before sending them the abortion pill, Mifoprest... Oh, man. I've seen... I've been fucking... Uh, Mifoprestone. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna butcher that, and I will. And Mysopro, Mysoprostol by mail. From there, women can administer the pills on their own. Aid Access is backed by Rebecca Gompartz, the doctor behind Women on Waves, mm. and a group that uh, brings reproductive health services to women in countries with strict anti-abortion laws via a ship that serves as a portable clinic and Women on Web, the online medical abortion service she founded in 2005. Yes. Abortions via telemedicine has long been popular in countries like Ireland where abortion was illegal until a recent referendum as a means by which to obtain an abortion illegally but safely in the u.s more than 10 states allow for telemedication of uh, telemedicine abortions and planned parenthood clinics in those states have expanded access to their patients by giving patients an option of video chatting an abortion provider to receive abortion pills but they still require patients uh physically to visit a clinic and have a member of his staff hand over the actual medication uh, this practice has recently gained more widespread attention in the u.s amid concern about the future without roe v wade which reproductive rights act of worry is closer than ever thanks to good old Brett fucking Kavanaugh known mm -hmm. for his anti-choice record um, but medical professionals who advocate for telemedicine abortion say it's not solely a backup plan in the event Roe v. Wade uh, gets overturned it's a practical solution to a present where abortion rights don't necessarily equal abortion access for a wide swath of the population. Mm. The fact of the matter is Roe v. Wade has not guaranteed abortion access for many people for a very long time. Yamani Hernandez, the executive director of the National Network of Abortion Funds, a group that helps supplement abortion access, tells broadly, we think access to medical abortions is part of a vision for the future where people can have the most access possible. Even with Roe v. Wade on the books, Hernandez explained, accessing an abortion can be ex exceptionally difficult for low-income women, women who live in rural areas, or for women who live in states with only one abortion clinic, of which there are seven. Um, Hernandez uh, organization tries to account for these gaps in access, not just by providing women with financial support, but also offering them rides to their clinics if they don't have transportation or offering them places to stay if their abortion clinic is far away and requires multiple appointments. So sometimes there's mandatory waiting periods. And what that means is if you live in a state where the nearest abortion clinic is five hours away, you have to go there, get checked 
And if you want the abortion, you have to wait 24 to 48 hours, depending on what the state is, to get the actual abortion. So then you have to pay for a hotel. You have to pay for transportation. You have to somehow find a way to make money in a, uh, after not being able to work your hourly job because you had to go get a fucking abortion. So while abortion is legal in the United States, it's not really that legal because it make uh, people are making it very difficult uh, with their trap laws to to prevent us from accessing the healthcare that we actually need. So um, <clears throat> the the funding website that I had mentioned, I've actually referred it, all of that information is actually in the book and the Women on Waves um, organization is in the book. Um, fucked being sexually explorative and self-confident in a world that's screwed uh, because some people have emailed me saying, or Corinne and I, and they're like, hey, I'm 15 and my friend got pregnant and she is too scared to go tell her parents and Planned Parenthood said she needs permission and that it's $400. She doesn't have the money. So she's running around our middle school's track uh, track <clears throat> thing and uh, punching herself in the stomach. What do I do? So, you know, abortion is illegal or is legal in the United States right now, but, um, but the amount of obstacles that some women have to go through to fucking get healthcare that they should be entitled to is ridiculous. So... Just another way to hold us back and control us. It's not about life. It's literally about controlling us because if you're pregnant and you can't make decisions about your own body, the man is still in charge. Um, Also, you mentioned the book. Uh, I do want to let you guys know uh, there's a special feminism books promo going on from Monday, November 26th uh, through December 10th where you can get the e-book of Fucked. You can download the e-book for $1.99. Damn. Um, so just keep that in mind again November 26th through December 10th we'll put it on social media you should definitely follow us on social media I'm at philanthropy gal I'm at Christina Hutch there you go hey and is the world getting you down lately shit's on fire and yeah Democrats took back some of the government but you know shit's still not the best and then you're real stressed about it and you're like wow I just I feel like I'm going nuts Well, today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, and it's an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere and anytime. Can't imagine fitting another another appointment into your life? Well, with Talkspace, it's as easy as sending a therapist a little bloop, a little message. No commutes. You don't got to leave your office. We should to go home and sleep. And no one's going to fucking judge you because it's therapy and we all need it. Even if you don't think you have problems, everyone should go to therapy. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face. To match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you just got to go to Talkspace.com slash GWF and use code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. That's GWF at Talkspace.com slash GWF. Come see us live. Guys, we are going to be in Winnipeg, Alberta, Canada. Whoa. At Rumors. 2019 it's thursday january 24th through saturday january 26th it's gonna be cold four or five shows yeah we're it's gonna be real cold so we would really appreciate you coming out yeah the only time i'm gonna go outside is to get in the cab to go to the venue so please come get a hot toddy come for some laughs if you want to find out more information about where we'll be as a duo you can go to sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours and again for singular dates including dates that we're going to be performing in New York City uh, separate together pop up shows surprises uh, you know butt pics dog pics vagina pics just kidding those aren't allowed Um, (laughs) you can go to our uh, uh, Instagrams and uh, Twitters at Christina Hutch and at Philanthropy Gal for myself 
blah 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 yeah. insert movement oh, watches well, here. Was, oh. um if uh if you're in new york city um saturday december 1st come to glamapus wendy starling and i are putting on the december version of oh. glamapus at zinc bar uh, the show's going to be at 7.30 p.m., doors at 7, 82 West 3rd Street. It's a very cozy-ass fucking jazz bar in the West Village, and there will be wigs and whiskey and a lot of fucking stand-up comedy that will make you LOL. Hey, fuckers. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. And we want to thank our first sponsor today, Movement Watches. Founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank, Movement Watches are all about looking good while keeping it simple. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with texts. They tell time like timepieces should. Damn, savage movement. Uh, I love movement watches. They're really cute. And I think people, yeah, they are a timepiece. But, you know, you don't always need to know the time. We're so obsessed with time. It's just a cool look. It's like, yes, I'm a boss bitch. I have a watch around my wrist. Yeah, it's kind of big. Am I a man? No, I'm a lady. And I like that. It makes me feel sexy. They also make really cool glasses that I personally enjoy very much. Um, because even though I have LASIK, I still like glasses. I feel like I wore them so long, they're part of my personality. Uh, movement watches start at just $95. Meanwhile, you're looking at $400 for the same quality from a traditional watch brand. It's no wonder movement has sold almost 2 million watches in over 160 countries if you need help giving the perfect gift the <laughs> dick this season no it's a gift gift this season but don't know where to start the guys over at movement and i'm sure ladies too have your back um that's true a watch is a great gift to give somebody it's like hey i'm doing well i got you a fucking watch and they don't need to know that it was under 100 bucks they did all the hard work, that's movement, by curating their favorite styles into awesome gift boxes and packages so you don't have to. The boxes are very nice that they come in. It's super impressive. You're like, mm, this is a little hard to get off, but like in a good way. Like, you know, it's like, mm, like, ooh, ooh, it's, it's a little tight. There must be something good inside. Um, so you guys can get 15% off today. And I'm, you know, more days than that. Um, but you should buy it sooner rather than later so they don't sell out of the awesomest stuff with free shipping and free returns by going to movement. And just a reminder, they spell it MVMT. So you're going to go to MVMT.com slash GWF. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time. So make sure to check back. Again, that's movement, M-V-M-T dot com slash GWF. Guys, join the movement. Now that you got your watch, you're going to know it's time to get underwear. Oh boy. Uh, also, see myself out. Tackle your holiday shopping and get everything you need for you and your loved ones at me. Undies. MeUndies uses a coveted micromodal fabric that is three times softer than cotton. Plus, with four different cuts for men and women, you can get a style that is perfectly suited for you. All available in classic colors and adventurous prints. Speaking of prints, Corinne, this holiday season, MeUndies will be releasing a new print every fucking Tuesday. So you can celebrate the holidays right down to your very core. Yeah, your butt. But why stop at Undies? 
MeUndies also offers holiday prints in their lounge pants and onesies, both of which are made from the same micromodal fabric as their underwear. I am currently lounging in a gray pair of MeUndies sweatpants, and I gotta say, they're very fucking comfortable, and they make my butt look great. All their shit, I don't know if it's this micromodal doing that makes the butt look so good, but really, you catch yourself in your own mirror, and you're like, hey, Christina, you still got it. Uh, my favorite print is holiday plaid because it makes me think of Santa Claus and there's nothing I love more than presents. You know, just presents. Did uh, you get the onesie? Uh, I didn't I get got onesies. the onesie. I got the pajama pants, oh, the plaid ones. They didn't ask me. They just sent me a onesie. I guess I have uh, a onesie personality and they were right. Hey. Yeah, I can't do onesies because I feel suffocated they in them. They were right. I love a onesie. And now guys, we fuck listeners get 15% off your first pair, free shipping and... 100% satisfaction guarantee when you go to MeUndies.com slash GWF. This is a no-brainer, you motherfuckers. That's MeUndies.com slash GWF. <laughs> the next ad is Monster Energy, and there's a specific note that feels like a personal attack that says, <laughs> read in your natural tone. Don't read it like this. Mean. <laughs> because... <laughs> It says Monster Energy respects your voice and wants it to shine through. But what if I fucking sound like this? Because after I drink my Monster Energy drink, I'm so amped. I do believe we yelled the entire last ad. Oh, we did. Um, I thought it was a great artistic choice. Yeah. Well, I had uh, a fridge full of Monster Energy cafe drinks at my party and people were drinking them and they were amped. Oh, yeah. The energy was electric. Uh, guys, for many of us, the day doesn't start until we get that morning energy boost. Right? Not heroin. I'm talking about coffee. Oh. Yes. And yes, queen. Oh. And now there's a new way to enjoy your daily cup of joe thanks to Cafe Monster. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Available in vanilla, oh. mocha, and uh-huh. salted caramel. Cafe Monster is shaking up the ready-to-drink coffee category with indulgent gourmet coffee that's only 190 calories. I got great. <laughs> Not to mention, with 150 milligrams of caffeine from coffee beans, B vitamins, and coffee fruit extract, Cafe Monster offers a simplified energy blend that contains a third less sugar than the leading national brand. Listen, you don't need to know what the ingredients are in this shit. Do you want to get fucking pumped? Do you want to get jacked up? You when you're jacked off your mind? <laughs> when you're barely awake and your head's getting off your pillow, are you thinking about fucking carb counting and sugars? No, you're thinking about how do I get through another day on this plan? it without blowing my brains out okay and i know that's that's too hardcore for you but if that was too hardcore for you haven't you, lived you're not my monster energy consumer okay <laughs> you fucking can't handle the truth and you can't handle monster if you can't handle that we know sometimes you need a fucking boost to get yourself out of bed and if you don't have a dog this is the only way it's gonna happen okay in fact if we're still back on the calories it's under a few calories <laughs> <laughs> per to hundred fewer calories per bottle. If you didn't give a shit about the that, competition. No. Yeah, once you get once you're off your roid rage, and then you're like, you know what? <laughs> I did spend so much time at the gym this week. Maybe I should consider this. Just go rest, rest take it down a notch because it's a hundred fewer calories per bottle than the competition. Okay, but you'd never know by tasting it. It does taste good. I don't even like coffee or any of these like fucking shaky things. This actually does taste very good. I've offered it to snooty guests. They haven't thrown yeah. it away. Um, it's all been okay. All right. <laughs> so guys, throw it away. you're going to get the same feel and flavor as your local coffee house. 
I guess I guess maybe they're serving you just fucking cocaine in a cup too. I don't know what's happening. But you know what? You're going to be awake. You're going to ace that meeting, Terry. Okay? Terry. Terry's great because it's believe in yourself. Non-gender. Guy or girl. Yeah, it's not any gender. Anyone. If, if you're identifying as a goat, hey, Terry. Uh, and you know what? You don't have to wait in line. <laughs> You don't have to wait in line and you're not going to want to wait in line because you're going to be on the go. You're not going to be, <laughs> you're not, honestly, you're not going to be able to wait in any lines because you're going to, if you you're do, you have so to do a amped. slow jog in place because you're going to be so fucking amped after you drink this. Okay. You really will be. You're going to be fucking amped. What did I like most about the product? <laughs> that I, that I was amped and it came in a, rec- a recyclable well, cup i did like that yeah well aren't isn't all cans recyclable well i mean like if you're going to a coffee place and they give you styrofoam oh you not to point that? fingers <laughs> um you, that's not that's bad for the planet oh okay okay got, 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 but got, you know got. what if you're going to that establishment you're probably bad for the planet just kidding i like them <laughs> i like egg sandwiches <laughs> how convenient was it monster energy you ask in the highlighted uh, thing it was super convenient because it Cause was delivered literally in my refrigerator what was less convenient giving my doorman five boxes of glass <laughs> of glass that i then had to bring up to my apartment knowing i broke up with my boyfriend earlier this year <laughs> like a dagger in my goddamn heart monster oh, man. and also one of my doormen is like 80 years old he didn't oh. need to lift that shit <laughs> You gotta get a cart get a cart you gotta leave you, you <laughs> used a cart right to no. get that up no it was Girl. unavailable you i had to push the my monster energy cases all the way from the front of my door to push it them. yeah and then, and then i went got to the door jam oh, and i was God. like and it didn't go over and i flipped it did it go like, over the hump that's when i realized it was glass i mean i think that if you just know that if someone has a doorman and they're gonna lift it you gotta <laughs> leave one monster energy taped to the outside of the box so he can drink it and then has the energy you know it's like when you give a gift that requires batteries but then yeah. they tape the batteries on the yeah. outside yeah like that yeah cafe monster <laughs> chill it down shake it up enjoy i can't wait for next week where the highlighted portions like can you not compare our consumers to not narrow them down to strictly suicidal people who just don't have the balls to do it please i just like to push it to see how far we can push it before losing the sponsor and i mean i feel like our track record is pretty good we only left one it was literally and it was literally a piece of plastic to take a shit and my ex my ex's father who's in a wheelchair who has who has you know problems going to the bathroom and my mom he had already been using like that item he like invented it himself basically he was like because that helps it helps with the way your body works it helps and i'm like man they're trying to be all fucking pioneering with this shit meanwhile i know a guy who's been using a squatta potty sporta potty yeah. what the fuck it's called squatty potty for like decades i now. used one when i was like four i had a lot it's of po- a stool motherfucker problems i had to drink a ton of citrus cell and i have a little prunes uh, i have a little stool with two puppies looking at each other Aww. and i used to have to drag it in the bathroom stool. and push those poopies out okay and i turned out fine so everything's gonna be okay guys you're really gonna poop those push- i pooped it out push but- those pussies out put wait poop those <laughs> push those poopies out with monster energy drink i'm a great pooper now my ass is like a great location so everyone (laughs) just needs to just like there is hope it does get better okay guys there was a we're recording this a week in advance so if the world caught on fire like if more of the world happened i don't know the thing is we give that we have to give that warning every week and then every week something Something bad does happen i know but um but there was a sketch on snl this past week Uh uh-huh yesterday or two nights ago where it was the potties p-o-d-d-y it was a podcast award and they gave 
Oh um, my God. They, there was a podcast to where, mm. and part of me, ego, was like, are they going to fucking spoof guys? They fuck, but they, they picked Dan Savage for oh, the sex podcast. I but I was die. like, you know what? Okay, I get it. I would but, die. Not to say we weren't in the conversation, possibly. In my dreams, we were. But they had a category, award category for most, most jarring transition into an ad read. Oh my God. <laughs> and there was like a murder podcast category. Like, and then I went to his house and I realized he was dead. Blue Apron. How, and I was like, that is hitting my soul. It's, I know you're not going to see it. So and uh, whatever. This is a spoiler alert for the new Halloween. So if you didn't see it yet, well, it's almost Christmas. So get on it. Fast forward if you don't want to listen. Uh, it's, 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 it's not a plot point anyway. But just like in the beginning of it, uh, it is two podcasters who are kind of making like a serial like they're following basically they're trying to uh, oh. chronicle what happened to Mike, Mike Meyer, Michael Myers yeah. the, the murderer and it's so funny but the thing is it's like they kind of look like the characters in that Portlandia sketch oh. where they're just oh. like it's just literally like the one girl on sound and yeah. then the other guy <laughs> following around with a microphone and then when it re- was revealed at, that they were doing a podcast because she was like yeah we're here for a podcast when they're trying to get into Jamie Lee Curtis's house um, through a gate and then she's like no radio show <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie Lee Curtis was like, "Wow, everyone has a podcast these days." <laughs> it was very Pick funny. Something else. The only difference was that podcast had a three thousand dollar budget to get into Jamie Lee Curtis's house to uh to lure her in. So Must that was interesting. Nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. How you doing? <clears throat> um, pushing those poopies out. I am pushing the poopies <laughs> out. Thank you. They've That's been coming such a out. Funny word. Pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> well, last week we were talking about health. Uh, on last week's episode in the intro, which we definitely didn't also record today. Um, so yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I was. Oh, here I had to find this email. Um. And I like I've been talking like kind of in and out like about like you know, trying to lose weight to no avail over the course of this year and also like just feeling like shit in general. I've had yeah. a really You've bad been feeling well lately. I've had a really bad like year of health, but it's like also like for me anytime I feel sick, which is like I'm very lucky. It's very few and far between. Like it was literally years ago, but it's never something that can be done. Di- it, it's literally always a mystery illness. There was yeah. one time in the fifth grade when I just couldn't walk for a month and like <laughs> my hip was like locked and I got stuck at a tricky tray in the, in the seat the and someone had to carry me out. Okay. So I just have a lot of weird wait, illnesses. Wait, no one figured out what it was. Nope. Still, it just went away. I, but I wasn't, I was, it just couldn't move. My you, leg, I couldn't move my leg. I was out of like school for like a week. In first grade, oh I had God. salmonella. Where, yeah. where from? I don't know why, uh, but I had a fucking IV and I was, I was like so pale. I mean, you I like, loved it. Though. I did. I mean, it was it was a look, <laughs> but you know. Wow. Yeah, you have some <clears throat> mystery illnesses. It's always a mystery, and so it's been a mystery this year. And again, just like I know my body, and then everyone's like, "You're just old. That's why you can't lose." Weight. I'm like, "No, no, that's not the. There's there's an issue," and so <clears throat> I uh, I finally I was able to you know I, I got you know insurance this year, and I was able to go to like a real like nice doctor and uh who also has a nutritionist there and so between them it's still not fully solved i still don't feel a hundred percent great but it's like better um and uh it was just so nice after all these fucking things of like people being like you're old or like just love your body or like just have more confidence and to me i'm thinking i'm like like body positivity like can kill people if you have that kind of like passive just like accepting everything attitude and i'm not talking about like 
I mean, there's different things, but like just my thing is like, you know, your body. So I knew my body. It wasn't like that. I couldn't accept being heavier than I wanted right. to be. You were trying to crack the code of what's going to take. It said there weight. was something wrong and I knew it. Yeah. And of course I was right. And it was just really nice to walk because I walked into this endocrinologist's office and it was really nice uh, after months and months to just hear someone say, we're going to figure out what's wrong with you and we're going to help you. That's literally the first two things he said to me. And I was like so moved. I almost cried yeah. because it had just been months and months of people giving me these dipshit emotion based fucking think pieces as a response. And I was like, this is medical. It's not about your mug from forever 21. OK, mugs. every fucking bathing suit body is a bathing suit. We got there. Every fucking keychain. I've heard it. I'm not I'm not talking to you. OK, Corinne, you just Be need to feel you want to be fat I really don't care I don't care I was talking about me okay me um and so basically and I mean on top of it I also was fucking tired all the time I was taking like three hour naps you know me I usually yeah. go on like four hours a day just exhausted all the time and I was like what is happening um you seem energized today. So, because I'm fucking riled up, but that's because uh, I was researching conspiracy theories all night. I'm actually exhausted. I only slept for a couple hours. Oh, damn. Um, but I have like an insulin problem, which obviously like I don't have diabetes, but it's like, because people are like, oh, do you have like a gluten intolerance? No, like I just have a problem with insulin. Whereas like if I eat, like a piece of bread It's like me Like pouring an entire Bucket of like sugar In my mouth Yeah yeah like something yeah. like Your so body doesn't process it So sugar. I, w- I was just like It's just something to think of Because I was like In healthy people Basically you eat something With carbs Your digestive system Breaks it down um, Into glucose And that's a carbohydrate That you store um, And you're gonna Use it later you, you either use it as energy Or you store it as fat um, And then your blood sugar Temporarily rises As the glucose Enters the bloodstream And then insulin Which is produced In the pancreas Shows up to take The glucose Out of the bloodstream And store it somewhere else Typically the muscles Liver and or fat tissue For future use And then later in the day When you need some energy It's gonna use up That stored glucose You know that's why You know runners Will like carb uh, You oh, know eat yeah. a really Carb heavy meal Before a marathon or something yeah so but it's someone like me or who has insulin resistance what happens is when um uh uh insulin tries to store glucose uh the the rest of my body resists the signal Ah. and it won't let the glucose in so then i just have glucose running through my bloodstream um you're tired so it gets so it's super number one super fucking dangerous and number two uh it just gets stored as plain old fat not energy right so instead of you know me being able to eat like a piece of wheat bread and then being like running going on a run i'm like man i feel right so like i'm tired because i'm not getting the nutrients and then on top of it it's storing fat which is like basically i'm like leaking off fat right now and um like just like a lot of pounds like more than a normal person would lose but it's because i've been working out so long because i did like literally all these tests there's tubes in my nose and he was like your metabolism is incredibly high he's like it's probably because you as you said muscle. you've been work well he's like it's because you've i told him i was like i'm working out like 12 hours a week and he's like he's like okay well i can see that he's like your metabolism is super high especially for like your age um and he's like that's working great and so he's like the pro yeah he's like that's one of the problems um so i just like had all this fat on top of my fucking muscle right um and i and he was like he was like a, another problem that i see he's like you're running on pure adrenaline and i go well and i go well what does that mean i was like what is cafe monster i was like what are you supposed to be running off of and he's like 
food. So yeah. basically for like a year, I was not like getting half of the nutrients from the food I was eating. Ooh. I was truly just running off of adrenaline, which then caused... That's exhausting for your body. And then caused, uh, like, there's, what the fuck? There's another uh, thing, I forgot the name of it, but it's like, a, basically, it's like a stress detector in your body. And that was, like, fucking skyrocketing because I was having to, like, amp myself up. And I don't even drink coffee, so I don't even know how I was getting through, like... You were really tired. You've been tired. I was just, like, fucking, like... Eh, through everything yeah um and so yeah i still feel like eh, questionable uh and like i don't have like a lot of appetite but i mean at least i can like get through a fucking day yeah which is nice so anyway the point of this was number one to uh close up the reality saga of my health problems of this year which i've been vague about and then number two to be like it's great to love your body and to just accept it as it is but also if you think something is wrong like go see a doctor so it's, this is two stories two weeks in a row yeah frank's story last week my story this week like you know your body best you are not a doctor but probably maybe you are uh but you know your body best and like go get a second opinion fucking you just know especially women we're silent so much and it's not but it's not just with reproductive stuff and yeah. i feel like especially in this day and age people are so close like just like, like shutting down like discussions about weight but it's like if yeah. you think your weight is connected to a health problem as i knew mine was and yeah. i am fucking cocky about this because this is a whole year and fuck everyone who said that it wasn't i'm so, I was Corinne, maybe if you just so believed in yourself more you feel better angry yeah that's really infuriating and there's and there's so many but there's so many examples of over like technically overweight people mm. that that are yoga instructors and they're fucking and feel great and they're energetic so they're healthy like their bodies are functioning the way they need their bodies yeah to most function. of that stuff is either like something is wrong with like your endocrine system or it's also just in Amer america and our fucking processed foods is a huge is a huge problem but yeah um but yeah so that's that everybody well good I'm glad you figured it out Thank you That was fucking That's gotta be Well it's not completely figured out But it's, but it's at least on the way It's there. on the up and up That's exciting to have some Cause I remember for a long time You just wanted One fucking Even little answer Jesus Christ Yeah and I'm like You know what And also like Just he He is a straight white man And Who? I was like The guy the doc My doctor oh, okay And I was like There was a, I was just like I feel like there's Just every week We just hate it. Uh, Not you know On this podcast Just in general yeah. And I was like You know what A lot of women Told me bullshit. Ah. And then a man was like, I'm going to help you. Yeah. And that is what I would have loved to hear since day one. Yeah. Thank you. Believe Thank believe you. women. Believe. Yeah. Fucking. I mean, it does Seriously. really go. It what works across the board. It works in, very, in various situations. You know? Um, cool. That's good. Our guy, you want to get on to the interview? Yeah, let's do it. This is a uh, this is an interesting. One. A lot of you guys have been um, have emailed us over the years looking for a conversation about disabilities and sex. We totally agree with you. Um, and there's a wonderful comedian that we know. He's a stand up comedian, uh, and he has a, a web series called Handjobs. He is also disabled. So yeah, you got it, guys. We're gonna have a conversation. It's gonna be interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Chris Crespo. You're crazy for falling for a loose cannon like me. But you think you can see who I used to be deep inside. 
All right, we are here with comedian Chris Cresswell. How you doing? Hey. Oh, I've I've never have we ever we've met a bunch of times right because I've seen you yeah. I've seen you around a bunch of times um yeah. and I feel like one of the first how long have you been doing stand up um gonna be five years at the end of March five years okay and I remember the first time I ever saw you when you got on stage and you started making fun of your disability it was like it was I've never seen a comedian like to like twist the knife that sharp and it was so like uh it was really fun to watch. And it was really like, I don't know, it was just this level of honesty that someone can be with themselves that I really appreciated. So I don't know if oh. you were always um, no, I didn't start into out talking about it. Yeah? No, I did not start out that way. I uh, I started out doing like very Jesselnik style jokes about like very <laughs> dark. Yeah, I did one cripple joke in the beginning because I was like, give them something. And yeah, then yeah. went into like this whole tirade of how I like murdered people or my ex-wife <laughs> and you know, drown my children because I tried to save them with CPR and all this stupid shit that wasn't true. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden it was like, it got to a point where I was just like, I kind of exercised those demons. Yeah. And then I was just in a period of just, I had nothing. Like I had nothing in terms of writing. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I was hanging out with Spectre, David Spectre on a, in a Chinese restaurant. He's like, you have all these interesting stories of how you like tried to be an EMT or you wanted to be a fireman when you were little. Why don't you try those and see what happens? And I was like, all right, he's got a point. So I went up there and I did uh, a joke about me wanting to be a fireman and that crushed. And But it started, that was like the kickoff to like me going, okay, I have something here. Let me just try and go a little further. And it was more internal. Yeah. So I feel like comics, you want the unique thing and mm-hmm. you got to hone in on that. So that's, you know. Right. And just because obviously this is a podcast, people can't see you. They would like, Everyone's not Googling everyone. I think it's good to start at the beginning uh, for you. So like, I mean, obviously we could see, but like you talk about your disability, like, is there, how did it happen? What's, you know, name, what you're born this way. Yeah. Well, let's just go through the whole thing. I had a very crazy ex-wife. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Chopped off your arms. <laughs> yeah. It was very slasher filmy. Uh, no, I, uh, no, I was born with a birth defect where I don't have any forearms. So it's, you know, and if you Google me, you're, the first picture you're going to see is me reading a farewell to arms. And I'm like, <laughs> that's it. And so <laughs> how, I mean, you only know what it's like to grow up as you, but mm-hmm. what what was that experience like? What did your parents tell you? Did Were kids assholes? Or uh, yeah, did you have assholes. to learn? I mean, kids are always <laughs> assholes. Um, were they extra assholey or were they like cool? Because we um, had like one uh, people like in my elementary school this one woman um this girl was really severely disabled in in a in a wheelchair and uh but she like everyone lo- like we kind of i don't know well it, it depends just, i feel like it's either, either people go one way or the other assholes or they pander yep. like there was a little person in our school and she was a real bitch but everyone was nice to her now i was like no one would even talk to you if you weren't a, a little person because you're such an asshole yeah. yeah and it was obvious there's only two types of cripples the ones that pander <laughs> And then the ones that don't pander and just yeah. want to be treated normally. Yeah. Oh no, I mean people the the people who were not disabled them. pander to her. Well, yeah, that's you. I get that too. Right. Yeah, and I mean like, like that must be even <clears throat> more. Uh, it's, 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 it's like as a comic, I would find that more annoying, probably. Yeah, it's it's uh, it gets to a point where you're just like, all right, dude, I get it. Like, uh, go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. need help? Oh, I get that all the time, but sometimes I'm so lazy. I'm like, yeah, take all of my <laughs> shit. 
and drag it up this flight of stairs, bitch. And don't stop until you reach the fifth floor. I'm on the fourth, but that doesn't matter. That's exactly right. Oh, wait, I forgot. We got to go back downstairs because yeah. I left my newspaper <laughs> on the doorway. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that uh, I would probably want to just see how far I could take people's kindness. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. I have, What's I have like the been... most, the surprise you've been by how willing someone was to help you for a, either a length of time or the extremity of the help or what? Bearing a body. That is the... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to be like, whoa, this podcast took a turn. No, no, no. I'm fine. Uh, they never found it. Uh, no, the the big one. <laughs> I think the, the, just, the, just the grocery stuff. Because I was like, all right, I'm tired. I don't want to carry this stuff. Here, take it to the car. Yeah. And then I was like, whatever. Yeah. That was like the most. But I don't like doing that because I have like... I have very much like... It kind of eats me a little bit, and I'm a little bit embarrassed. So when I'm people like, help? Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Well, Unless you're I... Also, you can help yourself, like, I feel like probably more than people assume you can. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, very... I'm very self-aware and, and not... I don't want to have that, you know? I want to be able to just, like, do something and then just, like... Like, literally move on to something else. Yeah. I don't like... Uh, I don't like going, hey, help me out here. And, and every five seconds, just help me with this and help me with that. It got... You learn as a kid growing up disabled, you learn like you got to know when to ask for help and when to just shut it. Yeah. Because then people get tired of that shit real quick. And then you're going to know immediately, you know, who really wants to pander and who does not want How do to you pander. Mean? Well, you, when you're a kid, like when I was a kid, I would I used to ask for help all the time for every little thing. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where my classmates would just be like, I'm not helping you anymore. And then the teachers were like, I'm not helping you anymore. And they kind of, it's like, oh, I can't just do that all the time. You know, it got, it's like a cause and effect kind of thing. And did you find that you could help yourself more than you realized? Yeah, when I started really actively doing that in school. But that's like grade uh, grade school shit. Yeah, you, yeah. You realize you grow out of that. Mm-hmm. But then as when I was in high school and college, it was like, I have to, I had to get my, you know, I started getting my, my, my winter clothes tailored around the end of high school, uh, early college. And I didn't know how expensive that was going to be until I actually did it. Uh. Cause like when you, when you buy a winter coat, right? It's like, what, like two or 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to go to uh when I go to that, I, I, I have to then spend an, an additional like one fifty to 200 to get it tailored Jeez. to make sure that, the arms are shorter, that this is, uh, like, that the lining isn't fucked up. Right. All that has to be, like, pristine. And then it's not just that. It's not just the jacket. It's all the sweaters. It's all the fleeces and hoodies. All that, your clothes, right? All those clothes in the winter just pile up. So whenever something's broken in the winter stuff that I have, it is, like, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to spend 400 bucks probably. Jesus just to get that repaired it's a bitch i hate the winter yeah so so much fuck and that what other what in what other ways you have to uh is is your life you have to like alter the way that you live your life because of your disability not that much other than the clothes because like uh i can feed myself fine i can dress myself fine i can shower fine everything's fine it's just clothing layers are a bitch sometimes but other than that it's pretty much i can do everything else do you like have do you have a regular like zipper on your coat or i do have a zipper on the coat but i never use it the only time i use it is on the raincoat but i'm gonna 
have that tailored to get that out and put the buttons Oh, okay, on it. Yeah. So that way oh, so buttons are easier like than the push zip. buttons. Oh, okay. It snaps. Okay. Mm-hmm. The snaps. I'm sorry. Got it. I don't know that. Well, because I was just like, sometimes the things that you do physically are, I just amaze me. Like, I remember the first time I saw you pick up a microphone, like, just effortlessly. I was like, I just have regular hands and I don't, I truly drop it. Like, I drop the mic sometimes. So, I mean, and so are your, your parents are not disabled. No. Uh, neither are my brothers. Uh huh. I'm the only one. And did, like, is it, had they, is this something that's like common? Was it, did something happen? when you were in the womb is it just a a chance thing that could happen to anybody i guess it's a chance thing it's a birth defect you never you never looked at <laughs> i never really I, I never really know where birth defects come from because you can have a birth defect the in womb? your heart a birth defect yeah, yeah but like did they develop it, in the gen- womb and then it right. whatever happens but like, like happens. sometimes like it could be genes? like you know fetal alcohol syndrome or like right. something could have um, yeah. something could have happened yeah um I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. My my mom said she had a fine pregnancy, nothing mm-hmm. nothing too crazy, but you know she had moments because my dad was abusive, so it wasn't like something mm. that was you know I always assumed, but my mom was like, nah, that's not how. But I did hear this one time where my mom had to sleep on a mattress because my dad's mom, my grandmother, wanted to sleep on the bed. That was with your dad? Thing. No. Oh, just on a bed. <laughs> oh. Oh, mm. yeah. that's shitty. Yeah. Are your parents still together? No. Oh, that's that's probably no. for the best. When did yeah. they separate? Uh, divorce was in 97, Okay, so a while back. And then the full ramifications of all that was like an old three or four. And okay. Then, was, then it was like a long, arduous project. Uh, I, I miss... Arduous. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. The, the whole process was like almost 10 years. Because oh, my dad shit. dragged out a divorce like crazy. Do you still talk to him? No. Yeah, no. he's an asshole. Yeah, he's a he's a real prick. Ah, uh, what? Uh, just anger problems? Is he an alcoholic? Does he drug? Um, yeah, he... uh, he's more of a he's an alcoholic, but he's also a very violent individual. Ah, uh, so he's not he's not gonna hold back on hitting you. Oh, so you got beat? Well, as a kid? yeah, and also, uh, he, my mom would get beat mostly. Oh, so you have to fucking see that. Yep. Oh, my God. Do you have brothers and sisters? Two brothers. You said, because as you mentioned. Yeah. And so they were all, at, How? what's the ages? We're all a year apart. Okay. So oh, I'm okay. the oldest, and then so my brother, close. AJ, and then Bobby. And are you guys close? Mm. Have you? Did you guys, like, bond, or, or do you get we're, to talk to your siblings about that no, chaos? We don't talk about it. We're, we're, we're pretty okay. Yeah. There's nothing crazy. We're not, like, super close, but we're not, like, so far away, you yeah. know? And do you talk to your? Do you have you ever talked to your mom about it, or did she ever talk to you about it? Sparingly, I don't like mm. talking about it because it is her thing. Yeah. So I kind of let her have her privacy with it, and That's then I, nice. you know, I will ask certain times, but I'm not really pressing on it. Yeah, you know, it's not something you want to press on either. Yeah, because he, her comfort you know? level—that's that's, that's mm-hmm. really the main concern there. That's so, really it. So, okay, let's talk because this is a sex podcast. Yeah, sexuality, sex, fucking jerking off, boners. Wow. Uh, when when did you first get a boner? And yeah, tell me about sex. I don't remember my first boner. Uh, that's really long ago. Yeah. Wait, how old are you? I'm thirty. Okay. Mm. What were you taught about sex? Um. Not much, just by porn. That's all I really. I'm not like like. Here's the thing. Like I, I don't know. I kind of grew up kind of jealous a little bit of the other guys because they can get whatever girl they wanted. And then I was like, you know, but I didn't really know how to get a girl in my own way for a while. So it yeah. was like, 
I was trying to be like the nice guy, which is like the dumbest move I could have gone. But it was really? like, really, it's not that doesn't normally work. Yeah, That's because the then you, then people will walk all over. People can walk all over yeah, you or lose the, respect for you, even y- though they want a nice person. But you're the carpet until yeah. you stand up for yourself, and then it's like, oh wait, noticed, and then it's like, oh, then you're just like, oh okay, well that kind of thing. I was a nice guy for a while, and I'm, I don't know. I that was my angle for a bit, and then it just kind of. <laughs> I it's always good to be nice with it because it's with your an angle. angle. <laughs> yes, damn it. Genuinely but nice with it, an you angle. You have to be nice until it doesn't work and then you're like, all right, fuck this shit and walk away. And then it's like, no, wait, come back. Well, well do you feel like you are a nice person naturally though or no? I, I really, I feel like I'm a nice guy, but it's just like, I try to be like a nice guy, like in terms of like not making huge mistakes or something like that, you know? What do you mean? Like like treating people kindly? Or? Yeah, I don't want to be a dick for yeah. no reason. Like, I'd, I'd rather be a good person and not have a problem. Yeah. I meant, like, dating-wise. I didn't mean, like, in general. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm we know. Yeah, we get it. Okay. Because I'm like... <laughs> I was kind to anyone who crossed my path. Yeah. yeah no one's got the energy for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that saintly. I've I've had problems. But, you know, it's just what it is. It's like, I, I don't know. I try to be as nice to everybody as they are to me. Yeah. I don't care if people have a problem with me or whatever. It's not my thing. And then I just let it go. So how was dating? How did dating go for you? When did you start uh, entering the dating scene or being interested in dating? I don't know. What's that arc like for you? My arc like for, for dating, dating? Yeah, your dating life. What's what's the history? I've had a lot of, you know, going back, like I've had a lot of false starts. And like I would go out and I'll take a girl out to like a movie or something. And it was like, I thought it was a date, but she was like, oh, this is great, buddy. And I'm like, oh. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Oh, the word buddy. I got the buddy. I got bro a lot. I got all this. And I was like, bro. Oh, man. Buddy's a little condescending. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But it is what it is. It was like, all right. I kept messing up. And you know, it's one of those things where you keep messing up and you keep fucking up until you just like, you don't care anymore. And you're like, fuck it. I'm going to just do me. Yeah. You're just going to be yourself. And that's when it started working. But other than that, it was just like, that's how I really started. I got, I don't know. I didn't date that much in high school. Yeah. To be honest with you, I was more, I wanted to graduate early. And then I met a high school sweetheart. And then that was, we dated for a little while. And then that was, that was it when I went to college. So you broke up when you went to college? We, well, I wanted to keep it going, but she was just like, you know, it's done. And I was like, okay. But, you know, I had my problems then, and then I kind of went into a little depression. Cause I what was were like, your problems? Well, I, I really wanted to stay in the relationship, and then she just didn't. Yeah. It was yeah, just that, a natural thing. It was yeah. just like, and no know. one, being on that end of it is fucking terrible. I've been on that. It's just, it just feels like ass. You feel like shit. Yeah, it's just not, it's not that kind of. You know, but then after a while, I was like, I was trying to get uh, with this one girl, didn't work out. And then it was like constantly like, at that point, I was like on dating apps, which I, at the time, I just felt like I just didn't want to be on it. But at the same time, I was just like, let's see what I can do. You know, let's see if I can get any dates. I got a few dates, a lot of false starts, you know. What do you mean by false starts? Like I would go on a date or like I would ask a girl out. She's like, yeah, I'm not interested. Or like I'd go on two or like one or two dates with one girl. And then it was just like ghosted. Uh, and yeah, then it yeah. was like a lot of that for a while. And then it was like, well, why am I, why am I even looking? You know what I'm saying? Why am I yeah. even going to, you know, and a lot of it is, you know, part of that is like, 
my own insecurities because like body issue wise and all that other stuff you do start thinking like well is it my body is it because they think it's a thing is it do they think it's trans? like i've had this question before is like is your disability like transferable and that's you know i've i dated an ex one of my ex-girlfriends was a nurse and she goes of course that's a stupid question that's not it's not gonna happen but it was just like you know. So wait, like there are like transferable. I mean, to them, or like if you had kids. Yeah, we had kids. Oh, because I was like, that's like mean. I was like, that's like starting so. <laughs> that's a real intense. Yeah, that's a that's very a, intense question right out of the gate. Oh yeah, right out of the gate. I've had that on my first date. First date. First date wait, question. They at the girl asked you, mm-hmm. "Is your disability pa- able to be passed on?" Yeah. First did you leave class. after that? Jesus Christ. Nope. How did that make you feel, though? I don't want to put feelings in your mouth. How did that make you feel when she asked that? I don't want kids, so I was like, uh, I don't know, maybe. Oh, okay. I yeah. I didn't really care. Yeah. That's just an odd fucking thing to ask on the first it's, date. Well, I've had weird questions, and then it's like... like what, what are like some, some weird ones? ones? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like fisting questions and stuff like oh, that. My. Yeah. Well, how um, insensitive ones, or... Uh, I mean, it seems that seems like an insensitive thing to fucking breach the first goddamn date, but I don't know how... Like, what kind of questions? I'm a guy. I can't really, like, get insensitive about questions. <laughs> yeah, but, any, like, um, okay, so you date, weren't, so. yeah. Yeah, I was just like, all right, cool. That's great. Um, what did the girl ask you about, specifically about fisting? Like, is, do you like, fist? Well, she was interested in doing it, and then I was like, um, I just was like, you know, this could probably kill you, <laughs> but I, I'll sign a waiver, so if you die... <laughs> I'm not. You think legally you could kill her with with your arm? This could probably break a pelvis. I'm not yeah. even kidding. Yeah. Well, you also have a different level of strength uh, in your upper arm, I would guess, I than guess. your forearm. Well, I mean, it I don't just know. seems I don't like a fucking weird. Like out of all, I, there's not that many gals who are into fisting, and so yeah. it feels. I only got asked that three times. That's a, but that feels like a large, like just mathematically for how long we've been talking about sex. That feels like a like an asshole question to ask someone yeah. with no hands. Mm. I just never. I mean, I've literally never been asked about fisting, and I'm like a huge whore so i mean that's like that's why i'm like what it's just like a fucking weird question or just people trying to be funny and they're not funny i don't know i don't i mean or if they are funny that's fine but i mean i don't know this was before comedy so well i mean but yeah you're i'm still sure you still had a sense of humor well yeah but i really i don't know i i wasn't i didn't really believe i was funny until like like five years ago yeah that was what happened to make you think, oh, maybe oh. I should go in this direction. Oh, I was unemployed for a while, and then I just started. <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. No, it's funny. It was like I was unemployed when before I started doing comedy, and then I was watching stand-up comedy to cheer me up, and then I thought, oh, maybe I can, I can do this, and and I can do it. Yeah. And I saw a really bad special on <laughs> Comedy Central, and I was like, oh, I could do better. Yeah. And then that sort of that that idea of I can do better like led to the actual like me buying a notebook and yeah writing jokes and all that stuff but now that i'm unemployed it's slasher films just watching teenagers after teenagers get brutally murdered i'm like why so you might be a murderer next maybe i could, I could murder better mm, okay <laughs> <laughs> I don't i'll know. let you do it <laughs> so okay so what other so when 
have you had been in relationships? What's, yeah, uh, I've been in relationships. And and how do you? Uh, what's what are the conversations like when you? Is the disability something that gets discussed right off the bat by you by her? How does it like come up? Because we we have a lot of listeners with disabilities, and we've been wanting to to have somebody on to speak towards this because I don't you know what I mean. I don't fucking know, and I, I don't want to put words in somebody else's experience. So how did that? How do you breach the subject? Or and is it comfortable for you? Is it uncomfortable? No, it's not uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, the few relationships that I've had, it's mostly um, unspoken about. Like we we have an understanding of like I'm different, and it's gonna take some time with certain stuff. Yeah. I try to do things. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I try to be more relationship oriented. But I'm very much a guy that's like, like focused on what, like, what I want to move forward in, mm-hmm. you know. So like in my last relationship, I felt like, you know, I really wanted a relationship personally, but it was also like I had to deal with comedy. Mm-hmm. So it was this struggle of like, how do I make her happy, and then make comedy happy, and then marry like the two things which was a problem for me because i never had to deal with comedy plus relationship before and then you know we had a discussion about like when like she asked me one time she was like well what happens you know if you lose your job it's not as easy as like you going to work and then finding something because she my ex was also like a mom so it was like she was very concerned about like what can i bring to the table and then she's like, you're just a comic and then you're trying to do this and you're a substitute teacher at the time. So it's like, you're not making money. You're not financially secure. And I was like, you knew that going in. Yeah. And the comic you any knew that type going of artist in. is going to have that situation. Any artist. But it's like, I, I kind of understood. And then that kind of, when we broke up, that kind of made me realize like, okay, I guess having a relationship isn't the priority. Because I'm not there yeah. to deliver what the other half wants, which well, is what mom is also. I mean, that's that's a more complicated that's more person, demanding to, too, to well, date in general. Yeah. Uh, so, wait, how did you meet her? Online, online, the same way with the other girls. On a da- uh, on the dating on yeah, the dating uh, website, which dating apps? Like, uh, do you, do you I like use using? Tinder and uh, OkCupid. Oh, I was on yeah. Okay. And so it's just like a photo of you, and you like say like I have a birth defect. You just like to let the picture no, speak for I, itself. I put the photos that I have are uh, me reading a farewell to arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fucking uh, funny. Me getting stuck with a finger trap. Um, <laughs> me uh, uh, trying to saw off Daniel Parafan's arms at uh, <laughs> freaking cave. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? I have a bunch more. Uh, I have like one where I did a skit where they taped like uh, like like the the kitchen utensils on me so mm-hmm. I can cut a, a pepper. Yeah, and I have that on there. <laughs> so I have all these gags. You made you into like an Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, I actually love that movie. Which yeah, it's very, it's very <laughs> like like oh, of course you would love that. Of course, movie. disabled man's yeah. choice movie. What a great, what an amazing pick. <laughs> Who knew you would like that movie? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, it, it's those images. So that way, it's like they know I have a sense of humor about it. So yeah. it's not. I don't have to explain like. Hey, you don't 
you don't have to be weirded out yeah yeah just but, right probably not gonna finger you yep <laughs> <laughs> what so what things do you do sexually like what uh is there anything you can't do or is it, what things um do you, what is your sex life like like jerking off like how does that i'm 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 pretty i'm pretty much like yeah i jerk off uh, uh frequently but you know that's that's normally what i do and then <laughs> that's what you do either time just jerk off yeah just yeah, jerk off and play video games and call it no. <laughs> do you jerk off with one hand or two or like one arm or two uh it's like an otter trying to feed on his stomach i i wish i knew what oh wait so, so and like i'll try hands. to wait 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 what it's like two hands Two, because I, because I was like, wait, are you just rubbing your dick against it? Like, I, I was like, I don't have enough information about otters to get a visual from that. Well, they yeah. eat food off their stomach. So yeah. Like this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like bent, oh, okay. Bent just gonna aim away. <laughs> well, because yeah, I just didn't even away. know if it would, if if it would reach. Right? Yeah, I can reach. Okay. Well, because my arms are, because I was like, if my, yeah, I would be fucked. I can't reach my vagina with my upper arm. No well, chance. It would be with your elbow. Right, even still, Ooh, that's, elbows feels that's, better. Look how hard that would go. That's like oh, I, really? I could barely make it. Oh, I could get right in there. My yeah. arms are super short, though. Kristen wins. <laughs> yeah. Kristen, <laughs> yeah. Um. So okay. So your first time having sex, were you? Uh, did All you right. This is walk really us okay. Um. I think it was with my high school sweetheart, and we were watching Apocalypse Now. Aw. So yeah. Nineties. It was a scene where <clears throat> Willard. Uh, goes into the village that's being raided so it's all this chaotic shit and then we just started doing it there and then we went back to her place and we did it again watching moulin rouge Ooh, yeah from the early 2000s sexy film yeah she liked it i liked the movie too but it was just you know it happened that way what's weird is that every other sexual experience that i've had is either we're watching tv (laughs) or the tv led to sex Ah. which is I don't. I don't know why that's the case. I don't like. I don't it's know. It's a good transition sometimes. It I mean, is makes people feel comfortable. Well, the first yeah. is it like the first time that you're with somebody, or every time you're with somebody, the TV's no, comes just the, first. the first couple times. Yeah, it's, you know that's happened to me. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like eases the tension. I had a guy yeah. over and I was like, "You like stand up? Who's your favorite?" Chappelle. Okay, I'll put it on, and then we just watch that awkwardly, and then finally he made a move after <laughs> i fucking yeah like are you aggressive do you make the first move do you wait for the person the other I, person to make the first move i uh i lean in and then i'll make the like if she makes the first move i'm cool with it and then if i if i i'll make the first move if something happens it happens if not i'm like okay have Let's you ever see. had like your your yeah your advances uh pawed away like just like yep yeah yep. and with with no verbal or cuz i feel like sometimes i think some women have uh, that it's it's a hurdle for them to to advocate for themselves because they never were taught how or thought that that was like shitty or or made them difficult or whatever. So mm. like, but do you when you have those instances, do you talk about them or are you just like, oh okay, well, I guess we're gonna, well let's let's keep watching TV. <laughs> well, yeah, if a woman pulls back, I know like okay, not yeah, don't go any further, pause, don't lean in. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? talk about it or do you just like kind of like okay, well that passed, no, so we're gonna I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You talk about it, it's awkward, and then that whole thing is just like crash. And then you have to build that up again, and that's yeah. even harder. That's more awkward. That's like, hey, remember I when I tried to make that move like yeah. five minutes ago? That's where I'm bad. You think I you're ready now <laughs> after five minutes? Well, no, does she talk about it? Like, 
if she talks about it, she talks about it. If not, I'm cool with just watching yeah, TV. Yeah, just we'll continue watching it. You know, I can't just, I can't be that guy that opens it like, you think you're ready now? And it's just like, <laughs> well, yeah, uh. no, that's a fucking, yeah. You should well, just get good. up and leave next time. Just yeah. get up and leave? <laughs> yeah, just leave your own, in you're like, your, if you're in your this, own home. Like, like, well, this is what I came for. Just leave so. your own home. <laughs> yeah, just leave it. Just get the fuck, I'm getting out. I'm getting out of here. Is there anything you wish more people would know about you specifically or people with disabilities or treating like the way you are treated or the way, um, I, I know I had um, this is the only personal experience I had, but like my ex's um, father was in a wheelchair, and we would always go to theme parks because, mm. and he had a he had a great sense of humor about about oh. being in a wheelchair, and, and uh, he's like, yeah, we'll fucking ride all the rides first, and then we'll just go home at like four because we've already gone on all the roller coasters. But I I looked at him, I was like, I when we got like the pass the the, the tickets for him, mm-hmm. no one looked him in the eye. Like no one, like when we were like, oh, okay, yeah, this is Jim. He's going to be whatever. And they would always look at his wife or Steven or me. And like, they wouldn't look at him, but they would talk about him like right in front of him. And it was this weird thing. And one day I brought it up to him. like, dude, no one looks you in the eyes. Like, it's so fucking annoying. And, uh, and I don't know. Is there anything that you yep. experience? What are they? That happens a lot. Yeah. And, and especially in dates. And that gets really awkward really fast. People, that people why, don't look you in the eye? Well, pe- waitresses don't look me in the eye. People stare. So a lot of it, a lot of dates, mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't been able... Like, part of it is me, but it's also like my self-conscious early on. But like I've noticed more and more like girls get very uncomfortable Like if we go to public places and people stare immediately. So it's like what... I, I still don't know how I... Pro- like how do I handle that? Yeah. Because some girls like public display of affection, like holding hands and stuff, and some girls don't. And I don't know, who, like, what level she's okay with. And then also, like, I don't want to like have her hold my hand when like she's awkward with like all the other people staring. Right. Because that is a factor that my ex kind of had to think about it. Because she's like, every time we go out, people always stare. I'm like, you're gonna have to get used to that yeah. for as long as we date. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> Yeah. Until you dump me. I mean, it's just like comments. I mean, honestly, like, you know, it's like anyone over the age of like 22, I would think would just know that. I mean, like, Mm. I would just know if I'm going on a date, people are going to look, okay, whatever, move on with Mm. your... Yeah, it's like be- people. You have to not, it's not always with hate in their heart. I mean, people just look no. at and I and I I look at you know I, everyone looks at like to see it's just something different. You see it, you mm. look at, you take it in, and you go, okay, that's yep. that. And you move on. Yeah. You move on with your life. Yeah. Yep. But have you gotten? Do you get like sideways comments? Do you get things said to you that you're no like, sideways comments oh, yet? Good. I feel like that's gonna come soon. Oh, Why really? soon though? If it hasn't come yet, yeah. I don't know. I I have I I've never gotten it. But if I ever did get it, I'm like I have to be prepared for that. But oh okay, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't know. Like I've we, ne- you know. You also don't want to like live in like anticipation that everyone's gonna be an exactly. asshole. Exactly. So and that's Which that's a fucking thing. bitter thing to like live with. I would imagine. Yeah. Do you feel that? No. Okay. I I'm very much laissez-faire about it. Like yeah. I don't care about my disability, and I honestly like. I have, speaking before with like people not looking at you when they're talking to you, like I've had that before, and I had that at Six Flags recently. Mm. But that was that was another awkward situation. It was really funny for me. Well, uh, oh, that's interesting because yes, yeah, Stephen's father would like. And sometimes I've been there when people ask what happened, and he got mm. he got hit by a car uh, when he was biking to this uh, chicken, this fried chicken restaurant to meet Stephen's mom and his and Stephen and his sister. So people ask him, and we'd be like, "Yeah, I got hit on the way to this chicken restaurant, and the, chi- and the chicken's so good, I still go there." And like, he'll t- go into the story, and it makes the people so uncomfortable. And he like revels <laughs> in that. 
And that was such a joyful thing to witness for him because he was like, it was just, it was really funny. It was, yeah. Like he, he enjoyed it because they were fucking inquiring. So you're, you want the truth? Here's the fucking truth, you know? <laughs> what happened at Six Flags for you? Oh, they, they changed their policy for disabled people. So I brought all these guys, like all these comics over to Six Flags to ride all these rides and shit. Can't get as many people on. Nope. Not only that. Four, I I think. I'm too crippled for the rides at Six Flags, apparently. Really? Yeah. Really? I need three. Yeah. And I had a whole big bit about it because I was like, this is great. Like, (laughs) in my head, I was like, this is hilarious. And then on the outside, I was like, pretend to be mad so your friends aren't like pissed that you like they drove you here for hours oh yeah 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 that is fucking funny they though. literally dragged me because they're like you could get the disabled pass you're coming yeah and we're gonna get on the line well they were trying to use you for your disability so yeah, they could suck on it yeah, yeah but it's just suck really really funny just to watch them be disappointed yeah that that would bring me a great joy oh, how man. are you too crippled for six flags what the fuck do they need you to do with your they you changed the policy they literally changed their own insurance policy. Oh. But what's the policy? Like, this is so specific. Is the no, only thing that changed the amount of people that you could bring? No. Or no well, hands, no ride? Like, yeah, what no is hands, that? no ride. Like, what is that? No shoes, no shirt, no hands, no, no ride. Service. Uh, yeah. No service. Uh, no. Their policy now is you need to have three fingers. Are you fucking love? Someone hates you at Six Chris. Flags, yeah. Chris. Hold on. Are you kidding that me? That feels like a I'm personal serious. attack. I took a picture of their policy it's on my Instagram That's feed. a personal attack. Anyway, Sit. three fingers on each arm. Oh, I was going to say, must, I, was like, I was like, I would count three. Yeah, I literally said that <laughs> to that person. He's like, that. no, two, three in each arm. And I, was, and I was like, fuck. I was like, three total for what sure. A, and, and were you dealing with like uh, the typical Six Flags employee, which is a 16-year-old exchange student? He was mortified. And it was really, Yeah, I was really, going to say, how was really that? Funny yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you probably, like, you never thought you would have to address that part of the rule book. Yeah, and he's just mortified because he's like, I don't know what to do. And Let this me is really ride awkward. the rides, motherfucker. He's like, I just wanted to not be in Ireland this yeah. summer. <laughs> I want to get away from my dad. <laughs> I just wanted to get high and, and, and have a job and not move into my mom's basement. <laughs> Wait, so... Oh my god! So he had to tell you. He had to tell me. Did that you make him count your fingers? I would do that. <laughs> oh I'd no! I'd be like, tell, tell it me. Got, it got way more awkward because yes. he's like, tell me. He's like, all right, I'm gonna go and get the manager. <gasps> oh, because he had no idea what to do. Because he's like, you drove all this way and paid eighty five dollars. I mean, the only thing I could do is refund your money. And it's almost like when you hear refund your money at a Six Flags, it's like all the managers come running. Yeah. Like, no, we're not. You're not doing that. <laughs> And I'm I'm Just standing giving, there giving waiting for an hour, an hour for this manager. She comes an in. An hour? Yeah, she came Jesus in Christ. because she was on the other side of the park. I was like, the park is big in her defense, and so, she's probably fat. Yeah, she's probably no. She was she was skinny, and she drove in from the little like scooter things over. Oh really? She drove on a scooter. Well, they have little scooters. For oh, everybody. like a golf cart or yeah, like, like a, a golf cart. Thing. Oh, okay, that okay. But anyway, she came like, in. Grocery store scooters. <laughs> she came in and she's like, okay, let me see what rides I can give you because you did pay for the entrance fee. So she goes in the back and then she comes back with like maybe like 30 minutes later, she comes back with a list of rides. Five of them were in the kids section. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. But one of the rides listed was a bench, a literal bench. And I was like, I showed this. I showed this to everybody. Chris, it was just a bench. There was not even. Yeah. You just sit on the bench. There's no ride. I've been. You can sit on this bench. Yeah. I could sit on this bench as one of the rides. I literally showed it to all of the comics. I was like, this is hilarious like a bench it is funny it was fucking i was died laughing and i was like 
The, you see these? They are over. They're twenty five to twenty to thirty. Like, are yeah. they gonna go on Daffy Duck's wild ride? Yeah, like, yeah. What is happening here? And she goes, "Okay, I'm gonna give you King to Ka." Oh, that's like the. I mean, that's like that's the best. But we wanted to go on fucking the, Green all the Lantern. other Superman one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, why yeah, could yeah. you go on King to Ka? Because there's such a high <laughs> chance that you're gonna die or get disabled on it anyway. Like, what <laughs> yeah. is the logic there? Probably death. Because well, wanna... people have died on King to Ka. I looked that up after I went on. It. I know. That's yep. why I'm like, I, out of all the rides, that seems. And the I've most been on dangerous. King to Ka before. Yeah. When that first, when that ride first opened, I was on the line to get on it. Yeah. So and I was everything there. was fine. Yeah, everything was fine. But I had to get strapped in. They gave me like these like these these like extra har- well the, the straps harnesses. Are, they're not I mean it they, the, for how tall that fucking drop is, you literally they just have like a big giant circle that goes in between your legs and that's it. And mm-hmm. you're like that that's a little terrifying. Yeah, but I have to be strapped in like a little like, extra. Yeah, like a literally like I'm a like a like I'm an Air Force pilot from like Top yeah, Gun. Yeah, okay. That's, but that's not gonna make you fall out of the thing easier because it's around your legs. It's around my legs and around your waist, and then yeah, it's the main harness in the back. Yeah. So I'm I'm literally strapped into the seat. So I'm yeah. like I'm good if this thing. You yeah. could die a horrible. Well, yeah, people did die. Yeah. People who did die it was because of those that 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 thing that goes in between your legs that keeps you in it just unlocked that's crazy yeah that's why i always hold on even if oh yeah i'm not i'm not yeah. trying to put my hands up like I'm so what other rides person. could you go on uh, king to ka and a bench nitro They're really on the opposite end okay of the nitro here. that's where we're, we're nitro making progress was fun. nitro's good uh and then uh the batman ride the old one okay but this was after you said what the fuck lady yeah after, after. So, she, so she okay so she gave you a limited list and then you pushed back and then she said, yeah, go. So that policy is just all bullshit. It's really There's funny. zero logic. I just like making things more and more awkward in public. Yeah. Because I just it, really don't, yeah, I just don't really understand how they pulled these, they separated these hands rides from the not hands rides. Because, because you don't need your hands for these rides. You don't need your hands in the children's section. No. Because it's a children's ride. Yeah. The only need, thing you need a hand for like, is the hammer I, thing. I, I literally looked at her, I'm like, do you see me with children? They yeah. Are, these are 25-year-olds, so technically, yeah, they're comics. So <laughs> yeah, they are children, so I children. do have to take them <laughs> to Daffy Duck's world. But other than that, it's like, I'm not a child. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do with Daffy Duck's world except make every parent uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah or yeah. you just have to pay like a, a like a lesser rate. I mean, like if you can't go on less rate, you should be oh, a, they did you not should get like a disabled to, man, discount. Yep, Six they flags. did not want it. Man, they did a, not want it's, it's, it. It's not the best place you, in the world. You have to fucking... Once you pay $85 to go through that door, which is what we all had to pay. Yeah. $85, and it was like four people in total. So 85 times four is what we all paid yeah. for to get through the goddamn door. We uh, For one day. Yeah. yeah. Not even like a free soda or something. And the lines no. are long as fuck. Well, we went so if you Tuesday. got a free soda, you would be happy? <laughs> Yeah, I would have been happy. Coke Zero would right? have been a free I would have done. No, I don't want Coke Zero, that crap. I want <laughs> oh, like really Mountain good. Dew. Oh, okay. Or oh, like wow. something like That's real. Yeah, I want something like trashy if I'm going to go to yeah. a goddamn theme park. Yeah, yeah, Mountain yeah. Mountain Dew is. I want to eat amazing. fucking fried chicken yeah. fingers. Uh, yeah, I remember um, the time that I was with my ex, we, we would go to theme parks every year and we always like picked him up out of the wheelchair because he, he, sometimes he could transfer himself and then when Six Flags, they did change their rule to, uh, I don't know if this was around the same time, but 
the the person in the wheelchair has to be able to transfer themselves and some of the rides you have to lift him up over a, a barrier so but jim would go i can't walk motherfucker like how do you expect me to transfer myself yep. how is this a policy that you're even enabling you're only the only person that that helps is the people who fucking fake it and go i sprained my ankle and that's why they're in the goddamn wheelchair yeah or the the people that they also cracked down on people that were like crippled and then ran around and Said, oh, these are my family members. And then they, they cracked down on that. Yeah. Because they didn't want cripples to make money on the side <laughs> while they were going to the theme so park. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, cripples make... Oh, like yeah. they got paid to go in with a family? Yep. There was like cripples yo, on meetup.com. <laughs> and they were like, yo, I got a disability <laughs> and a day off. So if anyone wants Honestly, to that's come. clutch. They used to do $200 for one day. Wow. That's the ultimate flash pass, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's some real. Yeah. And it's $85 to go through the door. So technically, 200 minus 85, you're. That's like nice. a that's disabled escort that's, service. That yeah. is a fucking great. Yeah. I wanted to get in on that deal. Well, right? and also, like, I mean, honestly, I think it's great because you're making people happy. You're you're making some money. It's harder to get a job as you show in, you know, hand jobs. Oh, yeah. Your web series, which is a great um, web series where Chris goes to and tries to get jobs slash learn things that are really they're really jobs just for hand, people with hands, like f- sewing and shit. Oh, <laughs> I flew a helicopter. For reals? Yeah. Someone oh, let you do it. So Someone let me do it for free. Well, yeah, they weren't going to pay to go <laughs> crumbling to their death. Yeah. Like, well, but legally, was, though, survived. to fly a helicopter, I would imagine that you, you, know, like a you cannot you do it. You need hands. With, and yeah. you, because the council is like where, like, the council's where your council's at. So I'd have to reach in. What do you mean? And, oh, the console. Oh, oh, the controls. So, like, and shit. yeah, I'd have to flip the knobs and stuff, and then also they're on the top, so I, I can't just be like, hold on and get up. Can you do and this release for me? the release the joystick? Which right, which that'll send it spiraling. Yeah, but you well, for real life flew a helicopter in the air. Yeah, you're gonna. It, we're gonna. I can't wait to air this on December twentieth at the Creek in the Cave. Holy it's gonna be fun. shit. Yeah, we're doing an early screening. It's gonna be really fun. And wait, did you have to take out some type of insurance? I'm so. We wanted to oh. fucking drug ourselves for a fucking sketch and they're like no you can't and i'm like that's annoying but like you got i mean well i mean i this is a web series that what we this that that was a network (laughs) you know it's a little more uh, it's a little loose a little looser (laughs) you know how many flight schools said no how many yeah people were like no and then the one was like we're trying to get we're trying to get back business after we trained those 9-11 pilots (laughs) So, uh, God damn right. <laughs> we'll take anyone. Thank God for Muslims because they, they really helped me with flight schools and it was way cheaper than I got. So, so there was a flight school that were like, yeah, okay, f- cool. Yeah. And the, and we, we, we talked to them about it. Um, we brought in, uh, we brought in another, we brought in David Spector in the episode. Uh, we didn't tell him what we were going to do in that helicopter. <laughs> so it was like a big surprise and shock for him when it was yeah. like, hey, it's me that's flying. He's like, oh, fuck. Wow. We're going to die. Wow. <laughs> yeah. How long did you fly for? I would. I, I mean, I, I could. We went up. We were in the air for like 30 to 40 minutes. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm getting anxiety. I hate fucking hate helicopters so much. Oh, ah. you know what's even crazier is when uh, something happened and it was very scary. And uh, did, you, did you lose the joystick? Oh, uh, I was staring at someone's pool nosedive 
And I was like, oh, this is how I die. This is how you I die. You nose-sized the helicopter because you were looking at a pool? I was trying to do something, and then I, it went, mm, it stalled, and then it just went. Oh. It was there, And there was a co-pilot, right? Helicopters yeah, can have two pilots. I can't be in there alone. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, there had to be someone else in there. Otherwise, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. I, and he just takes I over. Flew, look, I flew the helicopter to say a personal fuck you to Tom Cruise because I want to I wanna do all of his stunts and oh. prove... Yeah. That it's not a big deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That I didn't need Scientology to do this. I could do it. <laughs> does he does he credit Scientology with his stunt work? I don't know. Oh, like, probably I, does. That's, I mean, he's pretty short. That's almost like a disability. Yes. <laughs> but I've beaten him. Yeah. And I got a skydiving place to agree to do it. And I'm going to film that once the weather turns. Wow. So that's fucking fun. I'm going to do every stunt that Tom Cruise ever did. And I'm just going to be like. I Suck my dick, Tom Cruise. I Have you ever it. tried to give a hand job on hand jobs? We were talking about like having a sex worker on, and and then I try to do it, and then it's like, well, then fuck this, and then I we we had dildos out, and then it would be something where I try to do oral or something. But right. we do have a dominatrix that I'm trying to secure for the episode. Yeah, and the gag is really really funny. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you really like. I think the way you joke about it and the way that your your sense of humor about it, you really like found this niche that that works for you. And does it does it make you feel like good? Like it make as an yeah. audience in watching your stand up, it like just fills me with joy to watch you do comedy because it's oh, like thanks. just because it's just no bullshit. You're not you're not like you're not catering. You're not but you're not using it as like a prop. But you're you, the way you handle it is just really fucking funny. Oh, thank you. I. uh yeah, I mean, I I try to just make I try to embrace the awkwardness of yeah. the whole situation, especially when audiences like I think they're they want a cripple that they can sort of <laughs> get behind. Yeah, we want a cripple or, we can we can get behind absolutely. Yeah. But I'm I'm like no, let's talk about how I can't get government assistance, and then let's talk about that. But let's really do it in a very awkward setting where I. <laughs> ask people to cripple me even more so i can get government assistance and it's like this the si- wait you're too crippled to go on a six flags roller coaster but you're not crippled when, enough to get government exactly. assistance. this feels unfair so wait how much more bit. cripple will we have to make you? yeah you'd have what to you need to do chris wheelchair bound or just put me in an iron lung that's all i need oh an iron lung will I get you to, assistance yeah that's well for the state of new jersey you need to have a disability that actively prohibits you from looking for work so like you you literally cannot go and get a job because your disability is hindering you from either going out to get work or I'm it's just, the problem. I just had a visual of where you could just try to just stand and make a government worker try and stand and watch you open the car door. Yep. My- Can't get to my car, ma'am. Do you see this? Yeah, I don't know if I can really get to a job. No, no one really knows how much you can do with right. And mm. I, I would imagine it would be very fun to mask that and to kind of see where it goes just to see what you can get out of it. Oh, people. I've done that before. That's called a show for you. Yeah. Oh you know? Oh gosh. What, in what instances, like what are some examples that stand out in your head where you're like, I can't get it. Oh no, I've, you I've, could. I've done, I've done things with ex-girlfriends where I've played retarded <laughs> just to like make it really awkward. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, because I think not. the thing is, I mean, like the lack of eye contact to me says it's like people are really like thinking that a physical disability means that you also have a mental disability. Exactly. 
And that's, I mean, that's just doesn't really make a lot of sense. But that's the gag is like, they don't know. So when, when, uh, when I'm sitting with my, like with a girlfriend and I'm going, I'll have the, the apple cider. And, and she just goes, she just buries her face into a menu and goes, Oh God, not here. Not now. (laughs) Yeah. Can you guys hear yourself in your headphones? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you just start yelling, I want donuts. Like, I mean, this is great. That's really funny. This is entertaining. But I've heard other crippled comedians do it with other waitresses in front of other comics. And I'm like, right on. Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god! But I only do it with like girlfriends and friends because I love embarrassing them. Yeah, and then it's just like the awkwardness of like, please don't do this here in public. It's so funny. <laughs> and then just just keep going. How how often do you pretend to be mentally retarded? Like how I only do it on dates because I think it's really funny. <laughs> it's special. It's a good icebreaker. It's a it's very a special good, unique icebreaker. I feel like I want to do it on a first date though, because that's. Oh, really, you haven't yet. I have never done oh, it on a first date. I've only would, done it I, in like you'd a. You'd win third me over f- in a second. Like that would win somebody over in a second. I feel. I would just be like, "Hi," <laughs> just wave, and it just, "Oh my god, what have I done?" <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I, yeah, I think that's the. Key. Oh, but I mean, that's oh, that's also another great episode though. So the key is, yeah, it's a it's a first date, and then you just you're you're playing it mentally handicapped from the start. Yeah, yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, maybe you're. But wearing, then if you message. Back and forth, and it's like she doesn't, she doesn't get, know. Yeah, she and wouldn't then all know. Of a it's like bang. And then yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, full bib and a full bib. A caretaker has <laughs> was corresponding. Yeah, maybe you, you pass just like some kind of an envelope or a note from your caretaker. This oh, could be really yeah. fun. And it's yes written no. in crayon. Yeah, just all yeah. written in crayon with backwards like letters, backwards R's and shit. I'll show up with you. I'll wear like She'll a be the suit nurse. and stand over your shoulder. That would be amazing. I'm your interpreter. Wow. That would be That's great. really fucking funny. <laughs> that would be how else what in awkward. other areas of your pranks. life do you do you do that? That's really funny. Other yeah, than well, dates. I, I I did have a moment where I when I first got Tinder, every one of my friends grabbed all of my photos and then photoshopped me with arms and they were like <laughs> put this on Tinder now. And that I was is like so funny. That's funny. I was like, okay, but I didn't get anything. So I was like, oh crap. <laughs> What, because they could tell the arms were photoshopped? No, because I wrote, it, it was in my bio that I was a disabled person. I wrote it down. Yeah, so but then your like, pictures said otherwise. Yeah, so I was like, God damn it, I shouldn't have done that. Well, they might have eh. thought that they might have, they were like, man, this is a disabled I can't see, so it must be real must bad. Be, yeah. It must be really, reti- yeah, with this face, <laughs> fucking mentally challenged, stupid fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! Do people do people approach you before you open your mouth and think you're mentally challenged? Oh yeah, there are people that talk to you like you're a child. Really? Oh, I've had that before, and then I just pander to that person immediately. Oh, until, that's fun. Until, can you drool on command? I can drool. I mean, everybody I could, like, right? No, I thought that would just be like a funny, a funny way to respond. I wouldn't even I talk to an actually mentally challenged person like that. Like, that's just a cunty way to talk to anybody. But that's like the you know part of the charm is that like. <laughs> Before I go up in front of an audience, they don't know what's really wrong because I don't yeah. say anything. I don't yeah. open my mouth until I grab the microphone and and you do it slowly. Up. And I really like that. And I also now I do it on purpose, but I I bob the microphone so it yep. wobbles and it yep. has this little like yeah tension building. Because we I'm, think you're not gonna do it. Like yeah, you th- you make people think you're gonna drop it, and then the, the silence in the room as you do that. I've seen you do that a couple times. It's so. I've never seen somebody so interested in a comic like as when you do that. It's so interesting to watch other people's reaction to you. It makes all eyes and, and focus right there. Right on you. And then the first thing I say is, hi. 
and then it's just like boom cut to yeah it. and then that relieves tension yeah. automatically that's yeah. amazing oh man i have i i love doing that i've done I, like uh what's weird is that i had to work clean my mom wanted me to work clean at her at her show at her wine tasting thing and i never had to do that before i was like is your mom a comic no oh. my mom's a secretary at a church oh, okay and she wanted me to do like some comedy in between the wine tasting yeah and she's like i'm going through your set and i was like okay and then she picked out all these jokes in random order oh. so i had to remember my jokes in random order and then a oh. few of them kind of whiffed because they, they need to be introduced in yeah, certain ways. Yeah, you need to and, then I, and then I was just like, my mom picked this joke, so you can blame it on her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it, it was fun. For like 10 minutes, I worked clean and I got it done. So I was like, yeah. all right, I, I like did it. I like challenging yourself to different parameters I than you would I just don't like working clean. I don't either. It doesn't I feel need, natural. It feels fake. Some of those jokes need curses. Like yeah. I need to say it. Like when I make fun of a first grader, I need to call her a dumb bitch. Like that's the joke. Well, it's part of the joke. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the tone, like the juxtaposition of the tone and all that shit. Like, yeah. Maybe, you know, people don't. People, I people getting offended over curse words is always bad. It's annoying. Me. Yeah. It really, but it's it's a challenge. But it's something that I'm like, all right, I did it. I yeah. did it. I know I can do it. So it's fine. I can do it for ten minutes. But then I have to curse. I have to. <laughs> you get off stage like fuck. Yeah. What's weird is that the jokes that my mom picked, some of them were the most brutal in terms of, like, topic. Oh, like what? Like uh, what? Can you give us an example? I had a, this is a true story that I actually made into a joke. I actually collected rent. Uh, I was an assistant manager in my mom's real estate company, and mm -hmm. I collected rent literally, like, a day or two after uh, a guy, a, manage, uh, a manager of a nail salon who was in the building that we owned, he witnessed a murder of his employee in the nail salon. Whoa. And two days later, I had to go over and be like, um, rents I know. Due. Uh, yeah, the rent's due. I know you're really reeling <laughs> and, right now. And, yeah. And it was the most awkward conversation with a human being. What did he I've say? Like, I can't pay my rent. Somebody <clears throat> got murdered here. Like, you well, can't really it was, say I it. Can't so, say, it's New York. You still got to pay your rent. How do you, how do you ask someone for rent <clears throat> after they witnessed the murder? It wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't like, uh, uh, he walked in. It was like, this guy, this 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 ex-husband of this employee oh, no. came in with a loaded gun. Oh no, no. Ordered everyone in the back. Her kid was there. Oh my god. So it oh, was like everyone Christ. had to go to the back and then he shot her at point blank range in the head. Holy in front of shit. her kid and then he killed himself. And oh, so it's a double. Yeah, double homicide. Double the I mean, when That's you do that, good. you always got to kill yourself. There's really no way. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Holy well, fuck! Where was this? this Jersey? Was, yeah, this was in Jersey. Where part? In Union City. Oh, I was like, please say city. Wow. Because <laughs> wow. I'm from regular Union. And I had to then go a Collect few days later. Why'd she send you? Oh, because you always did. I always did. That was my job. And then it was like, oh, how do I? When I, it wasn't. Like Wowzer. The, the awkward part came like didn't come didn't occur to me until I finally got there and I was like, Oh, what do I say? Right. What how do, do I even I, approach how, this? What is the first words out of my mouth? Hope you're having and a good what, week. What were yeah. they? Hey buddy. Hope is this is well. Um <laughs> I know you're you doing it. up. You cleaned up, I noticed. Yeah, I know you need a new Jesus. paint job, but uh There was was there blood on the walls when you went there to There was the brain on the wall and parts still? of skull. 
Well, no, it was washed away by, you know. I mean, no one wants to go to the nail salon. Yeah, people ain't gonna want to get their nails done there, probably. Yeah, especially after you've had trauma. That's one of the most brutal things I've ever heard. Yeah, me too. I mean, obviously, there's tons of gun violence. But yeah, I mean, like, it's, they're so, like, the statistics for, like, domestic uh, abuse against women that results in, like, gun death is crazy high. And I, I, I also have a bit of a being pro-gun that my mom was like, X that. And I was like, okay. Uh, and what, Are you personally pro-gun? Pro I'm personally pro-gun, but I'm not. Have you ever shot a gun? Yes, I have. I've which, shot, a handgun? I've, a... I've shot a Colt M1911, which was my first gun. Is that a big gun? I don't know what that looks That's like. A, it's a handgun that was used in like World War II all the way up until uh, Gulf War. And okay. then they stopped using it. It's very reliable. It's a sturdy gun, but it's a 45, so it has some kick. And then I shot a 22, mm. uh, 22 rifle, and then I did an M1 Garand, which that one hurts. Oh, shit. You know a lot about guns. I, I know a little bit. I'm not a gun guy in particular. Right, I, just, right. I, I like guns. I feel like I treat guns the same way I treat drugs. Like I'm very for it. I'm yeah. fine with it. If you guys you have wanna, to respect it, yeah, you have, you to, have learn. to. You have to know what you're doing with it, because I feel like a lot. Like uh, Bill Maher said this before, it was like junkies give responsible drug users a bad rep, because it's yeah. like you work, like you, him. you do all the stuff that you need to do to yeah. make sure that you're safe, and then you have some jackass. It's like, no, I want to have all the lines, and yep. it's like, great, now yep. all the fun's gone. And it's the same thing with gun owners. Like, if you actually sat down and talked to some of these people, they're, yeah. they're just like, hey, this is what's going to help you. You know, this is if you want to do sports shooting. This is if you want to do hunting. This is, you know, other stuff. Yeah. But it's like, you don't get that. You get, you know, crazy people that, like, go on a rampage. And those people need, like, people don't want to talk about, like, the real issue, which is, like, health care. People needing mm. access to that health care and then going And also, on. like, I mean, I feel like some of the gun laws, like, don't get... If someone was accused of domestic violence... Yeah. Maybe don't give be. them a gun. Yeah. Just don't give them any gun. And I know you could get a gun at the trunk of a car mm. uh, in a parking lot in Walmart somewhere. Like, I'm sure that doesn't oh, deter yeah. that. But sometimes when you hear about the mass shootings and you're like, and then he legally bought the gun. You're like, yep. well, can you fuck. legally buy a gun? I've been trying to get a gun, like a gun license. I've been trying to do it legally. Right. Yeah. Because I'm not a psycho that just wants a gun. Right. For the sake of it. But I'm saying I didn't know, like, with with like, what are the you know, Six Flags said no, but like, what well, I didn't know. What stores <laughs> say no. Um, well, I I tried for a while and I stopped doing it, but I'm gonna try again for the gun license. But all I want is a gun license, and then if I need a gun, then we'll see. But guns are fucking expensive. Yeah. Especially when you're trying to pay for them legally. There's a waiting period. You have to go through all this shit. Oh, well, that's good to know. And you need to see like a psychiatrist in the state of New Jersey. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, okay, Jersey. So, those, so that's a responsible gun measures law. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, I, I, right? Jersey I mean, copies a lot from New York. So okay. the same thing with New York. Yeah. And can you, oh, you can't open carry in Jersey then, right? Oh my God, no. You can't in New York. No. I would absolutely not live in any state where you can open carry. You can open carry in most of the southern states. Yeah. Which is very odd. Anytime I'm in a place, and like there's some, bar. there's some like sneak up states like uh, like Maryland where you can open carry, and I always fucking get so nerve. Like I always get taken off guard because there's usually uh, like notes on businesses saying like whether or not you can actually open like bring a gun into that specific business. Yeah. Um. And I always I'm like ah fuck we're in a fucking open carry state. Like I get so pissed. You know what's funny <clears> is that <throat> I I make everyone uncomfortable. Even the gun nuts I make uncomfortable when I'm like <laughs> I really want a gun. 
Then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you want a gun? So he doesn't make, I mean, just Who I guess cares? the sentence in general, if anyone uh, said it, <laughs> like, but they were like, I really want a gun, maybe is the issue. Maybe. Yeah. But why do, you, why do you want a gun? No, I just, I think it's really funny. But also, I would love, I've fired weapons before. I think it's yeah. cool. Yeah. My mom has her own gun. So it's my not dad has like, a gun. My dad has guns. My mom has, uh, she only has two. She has hunting rifles. Yeah. She has a twenty-two hunting rifle, and that's it. I always thought a twenty-two was a tiny handgun. It I is don't a know. tiny I don't know guns. anything about guns. But you can hunt with, you can a, hunt hand- with a handgun? Yeah. No. Oh, I was going to say, I feel like I would be like on an episode of CSI, but like shooting You hunt with a rifle. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can hunt with a twenty-two I know, rifle. I know zero about guns. I do want to shoot guns just so I can be comfortable with them, but I, I know jack shit. Well, you can also hunt with a bow. Oh, that's true. Throwback. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so can you shoot? Are you allowed to shoot like at a gun range? Because like I've shot at a gun range yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know. Like I didn't know what kind of like if I, they're just if they like basically if you can prove that you can handle the gun and you can do it. Um. Uh, no. Um. The gun range that I go to, the instructors do everything for you. I thought they were say they, they also don't they have load hands. it. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Hands free. Yeah, hands, hands free. Hands free gun hands free range. Guns. I always God damn it. If it's I ever a pedal. win the lottery, if I ever win the lottery, I'm just gonna open a gun store and call it, you know Hands free guns. Crossbow's arms. Crossbow's arms. <laughs> that's it. That's my that's my lot in life. Uh ten finger discount. Exactly. Because <laughs> I shoot them all off. That's what we get for stealing. Is there anything else you wish people would know or would would not ask or ask more or avoid or i don't know do differently in terms of how they treat you i don't know i i'm fine i'm not really like looking to you know get mad or anything yeah yeah kind of guy i'm very much like whatever like i'm chill yeah do whatever but it is it is fun to watch people get really uncomfortable for me it's like i i love watching curb your enthusiasm and like the best episodes on there are when Larry David makes something really awkward and you're just sitting in it. Yeah, he just has to sit. And and you're just like, oh, this is great. This is hilarious. That's kind of like what I like. And that's your sense of humor too in your stand-up, I think, too. It's not it's and it's really funny and it translates perfectly. It just creates this huge tension until I release it. But it's like And you're in control of that release, which is beautiful. And it makes it really and, and another thing too, the way that I hold a microphone is from the watch. The watch acts like my thumb, mm. so I close oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. So that I thought it. you just really loved knowing the time. Yeah, because <laughs> like I did notice that you wore a watch, and I was like, I mean, we don't really we need watches. It feels like it's probably like not like super comfortable up there. I just hate things on like I hate like bracelets. I don't wear any, anything, but yeah, but that I, makes a lot of sense now. Yeah. Any other fun, interesting sex stories that you have up your sleeve? Mm. Uh, yeah, like what's the weirdest sex you've ever had? So you've had sex. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we, yeah this is a sex podcast. Yeah, we've talked about guns and murder. Well, that's fine because <laughs> that's I mean, cool but just too. just specifically, yeah, because like I said, it's crazy that it's been five years. We've never had someone who came on and like you know, yeah. talk, not. To, I'm sure it gets exhausting to talk about your disability, uh, but just mm. because it's a, an interesting thing and how it relates to sex. Um, yeah, um, weirdest sex I've ever had. Um, I do have a weird story of how I hooked up with this one girl. I uh, I was at a bar with a bunch of comics after a show. We were just drinking, and then this girl um, came over to me and just punches me in the back of the arm. The fuck? And was like, why didn't you say hi to me? And I was like, um, why? And that was like my introduction to her. We started talking, and then I got with her. Like, we got, we went back to her place, and then 
we didn't do it that night, but then the following morning we just did it all day. And then I took her out. Uh, I wanted to take her out, and then she was like, uh, "I don't want a relationship or something like that." And it was like, "Okay." She just wanted to f- punch you and then fuck you. Basically. Wow. Punch but you had never old, met her. Punch and fuck. I never met her. Wow. This that's was a, just some random girl at a bar. Yeah, that's a wow. really weird introduction. Yeah. I, I'm pretty good at bars. I can get a girl's number at a bar. Yeah. I I feel like I'm better when I'm in an environment that's like very bar and or like a restaurant or something like that. I'm yeah. very good there. Like I can try and wine dine a little bit and and like lean in and see things, especially at a bar setting. A restaurant is a little a little formal. A little formal and you got to be like certain things around other people, but like with a bar it's like it's chill. Yeah. I can be chill in a, it's in relaxing a, atmosphere. Yeah. But like I've never had someone just I was I never I didn't even notice this woman. I was just sitting talking to the comics about the show she that we just came did. out of nowhere punched and then, you yeah and then it was like oh okay hey and then i just started talking to her and then bang and you clicked yeah and i then, like that you were receptive to that <laughs> yeah so. i take a lot of abuse can, how so well um i i'm pretty much i can do anything a girl wants me to do so i'm fine with anything like what do you mean like sexually yeah yeah i'm not picky at all with anything i can't really <laughs> Cripples can't be picky with sex. It's the only thing. <laughs> so if I have to take the barrel, I have to take the barrel. There's no way out of it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So like yeah. what kinds of things have you done that you ne- like? That you ha- kind of didn't want? You know, in a, in a world with arms, maybe you wouldn't have done. <laughs> I haven't done, well, I don't know. I've done every, I've, I've wanted to do, like I've had, my ex-girlfriend like was into biting and I wasn't really into biting. She wanted to be bit or she wanted to bit you? She wanted you. me to bite her which i really didn't want to do and huh. but she bit I never encountered a biter yeah but biting is like i don't know it's it, it sounds sexy like if you but it's like you got to tease the bite you don't have to actually chomp right i mean well yeah chomped. yeah i don't i don't i'm not i'm not a biting guy i don't like that i'm more yeah. of like i'm very lovey-dovey yeah so it's like you know yeah yeah biting biting, biting or anything like physical like i don't mind getting slapped or choked or like like choking or slapping with me is like kind of weird because like i don't have a palm so if i <laughs> slap point. you Good point. It's, Good point, Chris. it's kind of like an elbow to your face <laughs> which i would imagine is more 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 stronger i would think yeah, i don't know you're spitting out teeth instead of <laughs> just if you ever hit somebody too hard on accident yeah it's I, happened to me I, mean, I, I don't like that I'm, i was like deeply like upset over it yeah it yeah like, damn i didn't but and that, that but accidents can happen like yeah it's just it i don't like it when it happens sexually like it's yeah. just like i didn't mean to like you know yeah yeah that it's, wasn't it's my weird intention. how it can Cross the line, no, it was no one's intention to do that and no one wanted it to happen and everyone feels bad that it happened, but it's, it's, it's shit happens, you yeah. know? I got I got slapped in the face once and it was like, oh, you were actually really mad at me when you did that. And I felt that that wasn't good. Please yeah, don't I, I don't, I don't, I don't do it. I mean, I, I only slap ass. I don't really slap face. So yeah. it's like. It's safer. I'm, it's safer, but like you know, I really want to know if it's okay now. Like, yeah, because I I just did it once and it was like, no, that hurts, and I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, of course, we got to get trial and error. But it's like you know, I was the you know, I just I I don't, I really want to try every position possible. Yeah. So I'm not really like picky about anything. So I'm like, what do you want to do? Yeah. You know, I'm very open to that. Have you ever had a woman suggest something and you're like, eh. 
Mm, not really. I mean, I'm I'm cool with like the only thing is like awkward positions. Like I I could do doggy style mm-hmm. with a girl, but the awkwardness is that like I can't like like obviously like guys can just grab her, you know? Oh wow, they're fucking like touch her clit or tits or something. Yeah, but like yeah. like I have to like. I oh, have to, grab her ass. Yeah, you can, like, but, fully hold on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to I, hold on a little bit. Yeah, yeah but I can't. Yeah. So right. No, like, I know. Yeah. So I'm, like... So she just has to, like, ground herself. Yeah. And then Otherwise, go, I'm right? going to have to lean forward, and then yeah. it just changes the position entirely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then it's like, oh, okay, I have to redo that again. But, you know, I like any kind of position. I've, I've eaten girls out before, you know. Do you like eating girls out? Yeah, I do. Good good man. Good man. We were just talking with Lisa, with Lisa about how some guys, like, don't. They just don't like doing it. Well, they're fucking idiots. That's Thank the thing. you. I agree. It's like, well, then why are you into women? Yeah. Don't What's fuck me if you're not going to go down there. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I've never understood that. Another thing that I've had, like, controversies over is, like, bush or no bush. And I'm, like, a full bush guy. Like, I don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. You don't mind if a girl is just like yeah, but every is. everybody's like, oh, why why do you need a girl to have bush? And I'm like, N- it's just weird that if she doesn't have a bush, it's like it. I don't I don't want I, it's it's a little it's a little pre it can get, it can get prepubescent depending on how close they shave. Yeah, is that what you're get? yeah, I agree. Yeah. I totally understand. <laughs> oh man, no, it, that's an uncomfortable thing. But I, like, no, I, I know. I just thought of a really stupid oh. joke. <laughs> oh, oh, a joke. Yeah, but not. No, I'm not gonna. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, yeah preview lesson. All right. Yeah, let's do this. Uh, yeah, is that's a pedophile joke. You can tell. You can tell it on here. Okay. Well, it, it's it's destroyed now. Oh, sorry. So I, just, oh. I was like, I, I knew where I was going, and I was like, please don't ever feel like you can't say okay. whatever you want. Because I was like, people might get offended, but you know what? That's comedy. I don't. Yeah. Care. Yeah. We don't mean ill will. I mean, statistically, several pedophiles are listening. So at least, oh, many, you know, yeah, cater to the go. crowd. God damn and right. A lot of people listening have been touched by a pedophile. That's exactly. very unfortunate. So like, you can't <clears> pretend like the shit doesn't exist. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anything else uh, that you want to talk about or add to the conversation, or that we didn't get to ask you? We've been talking for an hour, but I want to make sure there's anything we didn't that if we didn't touch on that you want to touch on. Hmm. I don't know. What do you guys? What do you guys want to ask me? Because I'm like very. I'm an open book with certain. Yeah. Uh, everything. I mean, we just basically be like any sexual stories that were interesting that you haven't done any crazy sex things that you, we haven't gotten to besides like regular sex or or oral sex. I mean, like group sex, orgies, stuff in your butt. I've oh yeah, never, stuff in your butt. No, I don't do anything in my butt. Okay. I've licked a girl's butt before. Oh hell yeah! So How is it? it's fine. It's shitty, but you know it's a shitty. Butt. Well, it's a butt. Yeah, but was it a clean butt? A clean butt shouldn't be shitty. Yeah, it, it, well, she cleaned it. Thank God, because then butts are nice. Like if I had a thing, I'd rather lick it. my butt than my vagina. Mm, Your own. Butt? I'd rather lick the for sure. I'd yeah, rather lick so the vagina nice. than so the clean. butt. Like, is it just there's less fluid there? I mean, vagina, yeah. vaginas butt have a, an innate fluid. Obviously, mm. butts are drier than vaginas. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't mind licking either one of them. Right. Yeah, but I I do it like a. Like a baby wipe kind of thing. Like I just go up and then it's just some girls don't like it when I do that. And some <laughs> girls do like it when I do that. Oh, can I ask you a qu- uncomfortable question? I hope it's okay to ask. I can ask you anything, right? Yeah. Wiping your ass. Oh. Uh, um, is that a problem? Well, at home, it's a bidet. I have a bidet. Oh, oh. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I have a fucking I, I, bidet. Yeah, I, got, I know. Person that who- was very expensive that... <laughs> Holy shit, that was very pricey to put in my house. Uh, but I heard that shit is so much... That's like more effective than wiping. Yep. 
Because it cleans it out. The only yeah. thing is, you have to clean the bidet every time. Oh, you have to clean a bidet? Yeah. Well, I I have to clean mine. I can't. Just... Is it just? It, it's it a bidet? I've never. People have explained these. I know. I get the concept. It just squirts water up your asshole, right? Yeah. But do, is it like a tube? Do you have to like it comes out of the plumbing of the toilet, or I've never no, seen it, a bidet, so it has I have to no go fucking its idea. Own plumbing. Oh, okay. So separate plumbing. Well, it you have to. I'm not a plumber. I'm not a guy that installs yeah. it, but it's like very much pain in the ass. And then when I'm walking around, I have my own thing that uh, like a portable. It's not a portable bidet. It's a it's a wand kind of thing that they use for arthritic people. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can help you, you know, wipe what yeah. you have. Yeah, hmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah, because um, I was like that. That's the thing. I like a bidet in someone's home is fine, but anytime there's like a bidet in a public setting, it freaks me out because I'm like that poop is going somewhere. Well, and it going in, does a bidet have like a bowl or like a toilet? Yeah, no, it's no? the same thing. I mean, and, uh, and sometimes, well, I mean, sometimes you can have a bidet in the actual, like there's like just a jet in the actual, a regular toilet, like mm. a insert one. And then sometimes it's a whole separate thing, like in Europe or in the UK. I've seen yeah, it. That's I've, I've seen, seen it two different ways because there's like a. You want to do it separate. Right. I was like, there are Japanese like installments though that I've seen on American toilets that are just attachments that have like that have several features. One of which is inc- a bidet, kind of like feature. Yeah, I I would want a separate one. <laughs> yeah, right. I would think there's nothing more awkward than you just pooped and then water squirts back at you. Yeah, yeah. From it's the like, oh yeah. no, no. You need another thing. I you need, need another, another bowl. thing because then it's like. Well, Where? the worst is when you poop and then the dri- and then it, it splashes back on you. Yep, splashes back on you. <laughs> that. that happens to me all the time. I mean, that's just like anyone that's with a life. butthole. That's just life, right? Yeah. I mean, I've. But, I mean, yeah. Don't feel like that's because of your disability. Yeah, that's no, not, no, no. Yeah, I, no. I I take really long shits. And, uh, <laughs> How long? No, I just eat like crap all the time. I eat oh. like I eat so much crap. Like I've eaten Taco Bell. Burger King, White Castle craving boxes. I mean, I've craving eaten, boxes. I've eaten that? all these the things too, just not one. on the regular. Yeah, but like I, I, I can eat that for days, and then wow, you're like, thin. Yeah, so you don't gain weight. Like you don't, it doesn't affect your metabolism. I have a very fast metabolism. Family, yeah, because I'm just like some people got ironclad stomachs, man. I've yeah, I've put what was it? I've done some horrible things to my stomach that literally I don't even know why. I abuse my stomach out of any organ because I'm like, let's have a milkshake, then Oreo cookies, then 30 White Castle burgers. 30? Yeah. Chris, you ate 30. You yeah. that's Wow, your metabolism's good. Do you work out? No. I was wow. Like, but also your skin is good, which is yeah. weird because, you know, it's even if you're thin, usually like the toxins shitty, would yeah. fuck up your skin. Yeah, it does oh, not no, show. I get, I, I, trust me, I get It shows pimples. in your ass. I Paul. get pimples. Oh really? And, yeah, but I'm also. But I like, can just tell looking at your skin overall. Yeah. Like you mean, like it's it's good quality. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it looks. You have nice skin. So. Put Man. the lotion on its skin, or else <laughs> it gets the hose again. <laughs> <laughs> um. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Oh, thanks it was for really having fucking me. Fucking funny and interesting, and I appreciate being open. And where yeah. can, can we, we find, find you? you online? What do you want to promote? Uh, Take it away. Whatever you want to say. We have a. Uh, well, I have my hand jobs the season finale at the mm-hmm. Creek in the Cave at uh, twelve uh, December twentieth. December twentieth at eight p.m. 8 and then uh, and that's where you're going to be airing this helicopter episode. Yeah. Oh so that's God. the Creek in the Cave. It's in Long Island City. Mm-hmm. Yep. A great venue. Great fucking venue. And uh, you can follow me. You can follow the show at at Hand Job Series on uh, Instagram and Twitter, and then you can follow me at at Crest Posts, which is my last name, and then just S T S. 
added to it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I also found out while I was walking over here, you guys have a hand surgeon down the street. Yes, we do. And I took a picture of That's it. That's kind of funny. I was like, <laughs> yeah, on 34th at NYU. Crippled no more. Yeah. <laughs> this is the last day. Sean's gonna, or Sean, Chris got to get hands. We got to interview him before he gets hands. Like I did a podcast and then I got hands. I'm a new man. I'm, yeah. I'm calling this guy like crazy now. And I'm like, please do my show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You have to do something. I with have him. to have him. On. Yeah, yeah. You have to do something with him. That's amazing. It's this show sounds great. fucking funny. Thanks. I'm excited to watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, last question. Have you ever, wait, that, that's a good question, though. Like, I mean, technology is kind of crazy. Have you ever thought of like, Getting a robotic arm. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not mature. And I don't. I don't You're like them. Mature, mature robotic arm. I don't want. You do more pranks with the robotic arm. I would arm. do way more creepy shit with a robotic. If so I you're knew, keeping yourself more disabled because you're too immature to handle a hand yes. at this point. Do you understand what I would do as a gag? Like I would choke people, and I'd be oh, like, wait, "No, my not, arm is not. My yeah, arm." Yeah, but Chris, won't. it's not choking. Is go. not like LOL. Like. Yeah, yeah, but if she's in on it and you make people, you know. Yeah, but I'm like, let her go. My, I, I swear to God, I'm not into this. Okay, this is, but I my feel arm like, is, going crazy. is that really why you haven't considered it? Or I'll just shake a baby and be like, no, this is not me. This is my arm. <laughs> that's just, but that's just your comedic mind going to really funny, wild places that you wouldn't actually. Do. You really yeah, think you I would? I wouldn't do crazy stuff like that, but yeah. I would do stupider stuff. Well, like I would just drop plates on purpose, be like, oops, <laughs> my arms, they're robotic. Still I just feel like if there's like a producer listening and like he or she wants to, you know, finance like a, some kind of a docu series like Chris's first week with arms, but they're gonna That's pay fucking hilarious. They're gonna pay for the arms, but then they have to chronicle your first, you know, week, yeah. month, this, year and with see how many pranks with you pull. arms I and just like you know using uh, arms. It would it would be. You I mean, you'd have, have to get you'd used have to, to that. Crowbar, all you'd have to crowbar me away from them because it would just be. What other stupid, retarded gag I could do? Yeah, you know, if I had hooks, it would be even worse because I just be yeah, like, I don't want you around kids with hooks. Just, I feel like you'd really hook everyone them. away. Be like, no, yeah, I go in front of you. I mean, who really has a hook anymore? Keep, yeah, but it's still some like, people do. I guess I would I would dress up like the guy Pirate. from I know what you did last summer. Oh yeah, that guy, that guy, that, that guy, creepy yeah. guy. Yeah. I would do that. I'd be like, you ran me over, and then I just yeah, do but all that's the stupid. And then he's like, oh, that's Chris. He's got hooks, but he's hilarious with them. Yeah, but I'd also, uh, yeah, I've, I've done, I've done, I've, uh, I've auditioned for a role of a disabled person. I didn't get it. Oh, that's. So, yeah, you're looking at the only person that couldn't get it. No, that's not true, right? That is true. Really? Wait, did a non disabled person get it? Did an able oh, body person? No, I hope I was in a room with a ton of cripples and like beautiful like actresses. Oh god! And it was at ABC on the West End. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> By the pier. It was a friend of mine. She was like, "Hey, they're doing this candy camera." I don't know if it was the candy camera show. <laughs> Chris, what's the show? With, why do they need cripples for their candy camera show? Because they wanted to do a scene where a woman takes a handicapped parking space, and then I'm like, I'm supposed to be like, can I please have my spot? And then the oh, girl's like, that's not funny. Oh, it, it, yeah, that's the point. And it's just like I, I went in there, and then they were like, okay, uh, you have to cry for the scene. Let's see what happens, and go. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Wait, I'm, was this like, what would you do? Or Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. And so they have to see if like anyone is like a good Samaritan. Yeah. Jesus. And like yeah. reacts. I mean, I like that show, but that just sounds rude. Oh, it. I 
I made it even awkward. I made it even more awkward than what it was. Good. I just love that they, I they had a that number of cripples in the room. Like, how many There's disabled people are pursuing the yeah. entertainment business? There's a lot of cripples in uh, the acting. Yeah. That's crazy, and though. There's comics and with cerebral palsy. There's, there's yeah. a lot of cripples that want to make it in but the business. But that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm like, that's this is, you know. You know, Peter Dinklage did it. So if Peter yeah. Dinklage did it. Right, 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 right. But I'm, I'm talking about, like, armless yeah. Yeah. Or like, like but it's just like, just realize how many armless roles are there. And there's not a lot, you know. Do you feel I get it. <laughs> I get it. I don't want to. You're and, not going to cast me as the star quarterback. I get it. All I would, right. But I would love that. Though. Yeah. yeah I would do it. And in I think a that's the next thing. As a gag. Yeah. Because yeah. right now we're doing, co- we do colorblind casting, but then I think it's like, when are we going to do it like able body, body caster, whatever? Oh, just anything no. goes. Anything goes. No. I don't want that. See, well, you're being a part of this world. That's pandering. Exactly. That's yeah, yeah, stupid yeah. pandering. So yeah. you are, you're only going to go in for cripple roles? Yeah. I'm going to go in for cripple roles as a gag. And then I'm just going to do. Way so wait, more. you don't even want the role. <laughs> you want the role, Chris? Are we making the world a better place or not? I don't know. I'm doing it as a gag. I'm, I'm literally. That's the thing with me is like, it, I'm gonna do anything that's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like you try to put me in a situation that it's like, I need you to cry for a handicap space. I'm gonna be like. <laughs> I don't know how to do that because I'm a person. Yeah, that's all. So yeah. I'm just going to. Is that what you said to him? No. Oh. I literally was like, okay. And then I tried and I can't cry on command. So, and I I was losing the. I would cry for how terrible of a fucking premise that is. No, it, it gets even worse because then I, I was losing the producers and then I just looked into this actress's eyes. I was like, I was like, I got to think of something or it's going to be over. And I just called her a retard. <laughs> And everyone in that room just went like, "What happened?" Like they went oh, they from didn't their laugh. Well, they went from their phones or their. I feel watch. like ABC probably isn't into the word rage. No, they are not interested. <laughs> but in they w- they are into they getting crippled people to fake cry when an able-bodied person takes their spot. They were shocked. Okay, and then I I couldn't I can't walk away. I called this woman a retard. It's like it's like dropping a racial slur. You said it. You gotta you gotta either own it or the awkwardness is you gonna walk get worse. back and you pretend. Yeah. That. And I just, and she was like, no, I'm not retarded. And then I was like, you see that sign over there? It says handicapped parking. The last time I checked, retards can't read. And the whole room just went, oh my God. That's funny. And then they were just throwing her lines to try to roast me. And then once that happened, it was like, it was like an old boxer getting back into a yeah, ring. Yeah, you and it ride was like, their way. No, girl. Like, yeah. I was just attacking her the whole way through. And then I was like, yeah. That actress was pissed off. Really? <laughs> yeah, she did not like that. She didn't have a sense of she humor. She was mad because I called her a retard, and it, I probably blew the role for her because she was. Did just you? Getting, I don't know, but she did not say hi to me or bye when 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 it was over. She did not. She's just like this is not what they taught me in acting school. Yeah, how dare how dare a man with no arms make fun of me and call me names oh, <laughs> and God. walked out. The whole thing oh, is boy. strange. Yeah. Wow, I don't know. So okay. I I'm not gonna be on Ellen. Damn it! <laughs> you could still. You gotta just do something. You have to I, learn a song a, with your get mom. Get a cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Get a little cousin who's like three and teach him how to I, sing opera. I know. Shit. I can't do. El- I don't know. I want to do Ellen, but I. I feel like I would be too. I'm not like the awkwardness that I would put in there. It'd just be ugh. Yeah, but if Ellen's a comedian. It. Like Ellen's a stand-up comic. Oh no! I know Ellen would get it. it. I know Ellen would get it. Maybe your Disney ass audience wouldn't. Yeah, her yeah. Disney ass audience would not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the maybe. <clears throat> yeah, that or you know, whatever. It was fine. 
All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much, in. guys. Make sure to watch hand jobs. Uh, follow Chris at Chris Posts. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. by Talkspace, the online therapy company that enables you to improve your mental health from anywhere and anytime. Get matched with a licensed therapist from over 2,000 choices and message them whenever you need to. No commutes, no judgments. For a special offer for our listeners, visit Talkspace.com slash GWF and use code GWF to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Talkspace, it's therapy for how we live today. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.